All right, what's up, listeners? Welcome back to Predator vs. Movies. I'm Alex. I'm Aiden. And this is a podcast where we discuss and review the latest movie releases. We're going to start off with a non-spoiler review before diving into a deeper discussion of the movie. Then we're going to ask the most important question, would this movie be better if the alien from Predator was in it? Uh, This week, we're going to be reviewing Don't Worry Darling with our special guest, Aaron. Hello there. Hi. (laughs) Hi, everyone. (laughs) <laughs> great um and yeah uh peter isn't here um for reasons unknown i i honestly forget why um but never mind that we've got some news um so first off uh there was a like an article in some newspaper i don't remember um all about uh ezra miller and oh, all yeah. of the it was an ezra miller update exactly what i needed in my life right now yeah uh, and so i got some good some of the best points from there. So apparently they referred to themselves as both Jesus and the devil, probably not at the same time. <laughs> um, they have an altar in their home where guests put their cellular phones and other offerings. Um, they have a spiritual advisor who says things like the Freemasons are going to send devils after them or something like that. Um, they seek out, they seek out younger people because Mm. quote, they're more malleable. Malleable was the word. That's crazy to like, not even pretend that it's something (laughs) not weird. (laughs) No, no, it's, it's cause I can manipulate them. That's that's the reason. Uh, there's, yeah, there's no veil here. He's, they're just like being very honest about it. Uh, and then, yeah, just apparently also, Again, this is a quote. Their their legal counsel or their legal um, situation is just a game of whack a mole where they just pay off any alleged victims, mm. and and it's going well apparently. So, hooray! I guess. Wow. Yeah. Just yep. every every day uh, just gets closer to the we need to talk about Kevin character (laughs) (laughs) it was yeah it was actually a prediction um that movie that's great um and i guess the flash is still going to come out anyways it's too big to to stop now but that movie's got to be so fire that's the only thing it's gonna be so good (laughs) yeah if it was bad they wouldn't have well they might have put up with this but um but yeah I don't know. I've heard good things about it, so maybe. Um, what else happened? Uh, the Fantastic Four found the writers. I do not have the names in front of me, um, but even if I did, you would not recognize them because they have very few IMDb credits to their name. Not a single movie uh, anyone has seen before. Um, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't mind them taking a chance though on stuff like that. Yeah, like I'm, I'm all for like letting new talent um, try their hand at things, but this is kind of like a like a big thing for Marvel. It is um, a big one. Yeah, it's and they've like, also you never know. done a good Fantastic Four movie, so it, it exactly it is funny that they're not. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> like, if there's anything to take a chance on, it's probably the Fantastic Four. Yeah, it's it's their first family, like that's what they're called. So I just. I don't know why they're taking such a big risk on this one. Um, I saw I saw somewhere on Twitter someone said something like, 
it's just becoming more and more clear that like the Marvel committee or whatever they're called, like the creative committee that's at the top yeah. with Kevin Feige and them are like literally just ghostwriting the movies. And then they hire these people to just <laughs> yeah. type it out or whatever. Yeah. I bet um, the oversight's crazy. Like, probably, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a first script development. Yeah. There's just like, here's all the plot points. Just yeah. fill it in, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, not great, but uh, yeah. Um, speaking of Marvel, uh, Ms. Marvel will probably g- be getting a season two. Um, I think that's good. I mean, I cool. enjoyed the first two episodes of that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that six. one tapered out a little bit. I thought, like, we talked about this before, but like how the fa- the way the main conflict ends, where the villain's just like, oh, yeah, you're right, my bad. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> <stops>. <laughs> it's like, okay. But yeah, no, that show was pretty fun. I'm, I, I don't know. I really liked Kamala and everything that uh, Iman Vellani was doing, but the villains were terrible. Like there was nothing even remotely good about that or the conflict or really anything plot wise about what the show was doing. That's kind of a big part. So, um, yeah, I I wonder if they can, I feel like they did establish some good characters and I think there's like enough there that they might be able to find their footing a bit more season two. So I'm actually, I'm usually a resident Marvel hater, but like, I'm actually kind of looking forward to this one. Yeah, I, I think, I think there's potential. I think, um, especially with Kamala and some of, I think if they focus more on like the school aspect of it and her being a teenage superhero, kind of like um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. It's just, that's what they should have done. I don't know why it was a globe trotting adventure with multiversal, you know, like it just, it was too big for a, a character that's supposed to be smaller. Um, yeah. And those powers, God, I hate those. Um, anyways, that's enough of that. Um, apparently uh, the broccoli clan have been looking for their new bond more recently. Um, Barbara Broccoli is the producer of the James oh, Bond. I was going to say, who the fuck is Broccoli? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the same question. Note on something? What is this? Actually, apparently... Dude, the Broccoli the... boys are looking for James Bond. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, um, apparently the vegetable is actually named after the family. Like, what? they... Yes. Um, so it's just like a like a super old money family that just owns the yeah. rights to okay. Yeah, yeah. And broccoli apparently too. Uh, <laughs> awesome. bro- broccoli copyrighted. Yeah, like they um, it was a mix between cauliflower and another veg- maybe kale. I don't know some other vegetable <laughs> like a cross. And then they like they did it. That family, it's crazy. And now they do bond. Who, yeah. who would have thought? Anyway, so they're looking for their new bond. Um, in case, like, you didn't already think that was happening. Um, I think they also might have mentioned that um, Idris Elba probably, like, isn't going to get it because they're looking for someone who can last for, like, 10 to 12 years commitment. And unlikely for Idris Elba at this point. Um, So my question to you is, who should be the new Bond? Mm, Who's British? Harry Styles is the obvious choice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Having seen this movie. Um... <laughs> Dude, I think Harry Styles, Tom Holland. Uh, Tom like, Yeah. Any no, I don't know. With brown hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, I honestly think that Daniel uh, Kalua, that's his name, right? 
No, I'm getting yeah. I'm sure. Um, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya um, of Nope and Get Out. I think he'd be great. That's yeah, my that's my fan cast. Um, yeah, I think he could do a good job of that too. Yeah, well, I, is, I agree. Oh, actually, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, Who's like British? You know what I mean? Thomas Hardy. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if I'd want to see Tom Hardy as Eddie, Eddie Redmay. Um, <laughs> trying to think Eddie of like, literally anyway. It's so funny. What about a Bridgerton guy? He's big now. Re- Rene Jean Page. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's British. I, I've definitely heard that name tossed around. Um, I haven't seen anything personally, so like I don't know. But how about um, no? Where's Andy Circus from? I don't. He's probably too old for Bond. But is he New New Zealand or? Uh, I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe I don't know. Spent so much time filming Lord of the Rings, he might as well be right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, such a stupid fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways, um oh, we're going to get our first trailer for the uh Mario movie uh featuring oh, yeah. Christopher Pratt. Thank fucking god. Uh, it's coming out at uh New York Comic Con October 6th. Mark your calendars. I know I will. Do you guys have any expectations for that movie other than it being the like steaming pile of shit that it's probably going to be i like i think it's gonna gonna be like so good like just (laughs) really really good (laughs) is it just gonna be super mario bros like they're just going after princess peach or are they doing something different i don't know that's a good question is them like going through castles and like because I've seen that before. At the end, Toad's like, "Oh, your, your princess is in another castle," you know, or something like that. <laughs> like, what? How, what could you do with Mario? It's Mario. They should, they should do a gritty, like a gritty kind of like shaky cam, like kind of born style thing with like desaturated <laughs> colors. Gritty Mario. <laughs> like, Mario. Mario's like an alcoholic. Oh no, he's like recovering from like mushroom addiction, like from like a specific type of mushroom, and he's like he has to start taking them again to like get peach back or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like that. I think that's no, better than whatever's gonna come out. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think um, do you think Chris Pratt's Mario voice is it going to be Mario voice like like his take on it, or is it just going to be Chris Pratt doing I think his it's thing? It's just going to be Chris Pratt. <laughs> I think it's going to be like, "Hey guys, I'm Mario." <laughs> He's going to be I like, saw... "Whoa!" <laughs> I saw I saw someone I forgot who I, I saw someone say this where they were like, what, "Exactly what he's going to do is he's going to start off with the, with the like, yeah." And then he's gonna go like, oh, oh, what was that? Oh, hey guys, I'm Mario. (laughs) I'm trying to think, like, what other catchphrases does he have? I guess, hey guys, it's me, Mario. (laughs) (laughs) It's me, Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'll be great. Let's go. Like, I don't know. I mean, who cast fucking Chris Pratt as Mario? He did. He did the Lego Movie, to be fair, and that that turned out well. So yeah. I, maybe that was kind of like the inspiration. Yeah, his um, character there was literally just bland dude. Like that. <laughs> I mean, like, that's all you can really do with Lego. I feel like Mario is a pretty iconic character that, like, yeah, you can't, you can't really deviate from it without people being like, "Hey, what the fuck," you know? 
Yeah, uh, and I, I just don't I don't see how this was a good idea at all. But I'm I'm no. very interested. I mean, the rest of the cast is pretty solid. They got Charlie Day as Luigi, um, Anya Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach, Jack Black as Bowser. So like. The rest of them kind of make sense. Maybe. Yeah, just Chris Jack Black as Bowser is actually really funny. That's like, yeah, like yeah. that caster. Yeah, that, yeah, I feel like that's perfect. In like some weird way, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Uh, Pearl is, uh, according to Martin Scorsese, certified cinema. And uh, Aiden too. It. And Aiden. According we'll, to we'll Aiden, get, we'll, we'll get, get to that. There. We'll get to that. Um, but yeah, it's Martin Scorsese watched it, and I don't know somewhere in the he didn't directly call it cinema, but he he used the word his yeah. famous <laughs> buzzword uh, to describe something about the movie. So must be good. Uh, I'm now more interested in checking it out. Um, more kind of like film bro stuff, I guess. Uh, the Fablemans is not going to be Spielberg's last movie, so that's good. We're going to get nice. at least one more, I guess. Um, he's yeah. not doing. In, he's not doing the Indiana Jones that's coming out, right? No, no, that's James okay. Mangold who did. Oh um, yeah, yeah, he did Logan, yeah, as well as The Wolverine, and oh, yeah, yeah. Ford v Ferrari, and something else. Oh, he did uh, Three Ten to Yuma, the the new one. I don't know. That's some of his stuff. I think that could be good, yeah. especially if they take like a Logan approach to it. I don't know if I want to see Logan Indiana Jones, to be honest with you. <laughs> not, not, like, not like a direct, like exact, you know, Lo, uh, Indiana Jones, but Logan. I mean, um, the way they kind of like respected the franchise and made sure. like a, cl- a nice closure. Like, yeah. That's what I mean. You know, yeah, I think I thought you meant like we'd uh, see like an opening scene where Indiana Jones is like drunk and gets the shit kicked out of him. Like <laughs> he's he's like like stumbling through a museum. He's like it belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, oh my god, yeah, that'd be kind of funny though. Um, uh, what else? Oh, there's gonna be an adaptation of a book I've never heard of called The Idea of You. And at first, you might say, why are you covering this? Uh, because just you wait, uh, the story of this book follows a divorced mother who has a love affair with lead singer of the hottest boy band, August moon, after meeting him at a music festival. Now, if that sounds like Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, (laughs) it is based on that. (laughs) And so that whole drama is getting a movie. Uh, and Anne Hathaway is going to be yeah. the, the female lead for that. I don't know who the guy was, so I, I didn't write down his name. But um, I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's sick. It's also I, very, like, that's like a huge turnaround. It's really quick. Yeah. I'm very excited for that. I'm not going to lie. I Like, are they going to cover the movie drama, too? Or is it just... Because that's kind of that what was... I want to see. I didn't think it was as directly about Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. I thought it was like a fan fiction. I thought it was like a Fifty Shades of Grey type of situation. I I imagine that's what it's going to be, yeah. Um, But, I mean, this whole movie, and we'll get into this, this whole movie is already kind of exactly that. So, um, last bit of news. uh, Some more drama for this movie came out before its release. Um, Good timing, I'd say. Um, so apparently there was a screaming match 
that's a quote um, between Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde on the set of Don't Worry Darling. Um, this what, whatever website this was from uh, said that it was because Olivia Wilde was spending so much time away from set and like just not fucking directing this thing. Really? Um, yeah. And so Florence right. was getting really mad about that. Um, and I heard from my brother, which isn't like a great source, um, but uh, apparently, um, if I can remember what the fuck I was just thinking about. Oh, um, apparently Florence had to actually direct some of the movie. Now really? I, yeah, that's what he said. Wow. Now this is a, how old is he now? Give me a second. He's 16 i want to say zach if you're listening sorry if i got that wrong um but uh so like unverified here i didn't actually check this out but um yeah and that that reminds me of uh jackie chan jackie chan had to do that a couple times with shitty directors you were just like yeah, if they're just spending too much time away from set they would just like take over how does that like how do you like the director isn't there when they're supposed to be shooting. I, I like this is just the unverified rumor of a high school teenager. So <laughs> you know what, take it with a grain of salt. Um, but I mean, if if you take what happens in this movie as um, any like hints towards real life events. I can imagine what maybe Olivia Wilde was doing away from set. I'll leave it there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's enough of news. I uh, kept it short today, actually. Good for us. Um, let's go into, I guess, the Metacritic score. So for those of us who do not know, uh, Metacritic is a uh, website where they tabulate critics' reviews and they give an average. So it's not any old person. It's like very select critics. Uh, and they give an average out of a hundred. Uh, if it's scored sixty or, sorry, sixty-one or above, it's green. Um, if it's eighty and above, it's uh, uh, must see. It gets a special little badge of honor. Uh, if it's between sixty and maybe like fifty-one or something, it's uh, a yellow score. And if it's fifty and below, it's red. So we are going to try and guess how this movie scored. Uh, Aiden, how about you take us away? Yeah, well, I do know the Rotten Tomatoes score because I saw it earlier today when I was looking up Showtime. So I know that's thirty-eight, but we're talking about we're talking about yeah. Metacritic here. Um, I, I don't personally. I mean, we'll get into it. I don't think it's as bad as a thirty-eight. I will say forty-five. My guess is forty-five. Mm. Um, I'm trying because I want to say like fifty five. That feels too high. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fifty on the dot. Fifty and forty five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to abstain because I did open up the website and it flashed it in my face. And so I at least know the color. So I'm not, I'm just going to abstain on this one. Um, so now I am going to check what it actually was. Oh, apparently I don't know this website as well as I thought I did. I don't know where the red zone starts because it's lower than a 50 and it's still yellow. 
um, oh. it actually got a 47. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, Aiden, good job. Um, and it's yellow. So now I'm very confused and I'm going to have to figure out uh, how this website works. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah. So I, I also saw that it got a B minus on cinema score. I think that's what they called. And I think it, oh, where did I see this? Give me a second. Um, just looking up what the opening weekend box office was. Um, yeah, so it's headed. It's headed for a twenty-one million dollar opening at the box office. So pretty good, and I think that was like just a little bit higher than what they were guessing. They start oh, yeah. like there was a, there was initial guess of like twenty, and then they kept fluctuating like up and down between there. But yeah. so like twenty one is pretty good, and yeah. that's just off the back of all of the drama. So if well, that was like a ploy, it works. Yeah, I was about to say, did I tell you my? Did I say my conspiracy theory on the pod? Which is yeah, that you like did. I yeah. did. Okay. Well, you can you can reiterate. Well, yeah. Well, that like they tested the movie to early audiences and they didn't get like good responses. They're like, oh fuck, we can't market this as like Oscar movies. So instead, we're gonna uh, promote some, create some drama here, and then also, it that I way. mean, they have no money for marketing either. Warner Brothers has oh yeah actually moved several films uh, off the 2022 release plate because they didn't have enough money to market all of them. So it's just this and Black Adam. That's all that's left this year. Yeah, I forgot um, about that. So, I mean, that's totally plausible, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's get into our non-spoiler uh, reviews. Um, so, Aiden, who's going to start? I can start. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think that a lot of the reviews, well, I haven't really read that many reviews, but like, you see like 38% of Rotten Tomatoes and it's like, oh, this is going to be a shitter. I don't think it's that bad. I think that there's actually a decent amount that was done fairly well in this movie, but there's also a lot that I really didn't like. I think that it had a lot of problems. I think that if you, again, like I like to judge movies by like how well does it accomplish the goals that I think it set out to accomplish. I don't think this movie did that very well. Um, that being said, like there are just some other things I appreciated about it. So I think I'm sitting currently at like a two star rating, probably like two stars for two stars for Aiden. I could be persuaded to a two and a half, honestly. Um, yeah. Interesting. And would you recommend this? Probably not. I, I honestly like. I don't think <laughs> this movie like does anything that is super unique or special. Um, you know, because those are two different, very words, different words, unique and special. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I, I honestly think like, if you want this kind of like psychological sort of mystery that is serving as an allegory, uh, you, there's better stuff. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Uh, Aaron, what did you think? Um, I thought he was a perfectly fine movie. I went into it with like not high expectations at all, to be honest. Like I, I went into this thinking like, okay, this movie is going to be dog shit, right? Um, it was fine. 
I didn't think it was incredible. I actually was really enjoying it up until a certain point, which we'll we'll get to that later. But um, I was like, this is like, I was, I was at like a seven out of ten up until a certain point, and I was like, wow, that really took me out of it. So I'm now sitting at, uh, do we do five star ratings here? Um, yeah, five. Okay. We go for five. Uh. I'm going to go with a 2.5. I think it is perfectly middle of the road. It's not something I would, I I wouldn't see it again. um, Unless like someone really wanted to go see it with me for whatever reason. Um, And would I recommend it? Uh, Maybe if like you're really bored, but I don't think that's going to help. I, I, no, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, uh, I've got to say, I, I've, I, I have to agree with what you guys have been saying. Um, I, at the start, it takes. I think it takes a while for you to realize that this isn't a good movie. Um, yeah, like right off the bat, it's like, it's like, oh, this maybe what I heard was wrong. Like you know, it seems like such an intense reaction, and you watch it, and you're like, well, this looks really nice, um, and nothing's weird so far. And then, I think it's. When you get into the second act, especially, I mean, there were there were seeds of a problem in the first act, but in the second act, um, you just start to realize that there's not enough going on here to sustain yeah. the movie. Yeah, um, I completely agree. I at some point I realized, like, you know what, this would have made a really great, um, uh, what is it called, the like the Twilight Zone show, like the Jordan Peele new reboot version this would have been a great you know 40 minute episode of that um but they're trying to do this you know overplayed concept of you know the darkness of the um the suburban dream in the 1950s that's just it's been overdone we've seen it a million times there's a million movies out there i was trying to look up a list but um it's hard to do that while podcasting um and it just doesn't offer anything new or interesting about that. I, I suppose they kind of try to, and so there is a unique twist to that. Um, but I don't think it really has anything much to say about it, or if it does, it doesn't really focus on that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. At some point I was just like, okay, these, like the, every time they do like a weird creepy thing, I I just started rolling my eyes. Like I was like, this isn't interesting. They're just like trying to string along between these cool visual things. Um, I feel like like that was the premise. Like, okay, we've got these cool visual ideas, and then how do we get them into a, a larger narrative? Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I think that's yeah. So I didn't I didn't love it. Um, I think maybe the reactions are a little harsh because it's it's just kind of like mid you know there's yeah i don't yeah. think it's i don't think it can be i don't think it's fair to call it bad i think it's I just not great it's not good either but it's just so mid so yeah okay. maybe like a maybe it's like a 2.5 um and i i would actually recommend people go see this only because I had such a great time watching it. Like I knew that I didn't like it, but I was just like, 
like you know like i was laughing with my i watched it with my brother and we had a great time just like laughing at all the hilarious bits and pieces that like we'll get into but um so yeah that's that's uh yeah that's my reaction um so for those of you who have not seen this movie those listeners um we are going to do something new uh, on the podcast we're going to give you a brief synopsis of what happened uh so this will include spoilers so uh if you haven't s- thank you aiden for your spoiler <laughs> was not ready for that um so if you haven't seen the movie and you want to keep the uh, secrets secrets, then uh, maybe tune out for this a little bit. Uh, and yeah, so essentially uh, Florence Pugh and Harry Styles are happily married in the 1950s, uh, living the American dream. And then weird shit starts happening. Uh, eggs don't have eggs in them. Um, I think there's earthquakes in South California. That's obviously so wacky and wild and isn't a real thing. <laughs> that could never uh, happen. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and, uh, yeah, just weird shit starts happening. Uh, walls close in on Florence Pugh and she tries to go out into the desert and you're not supposed to. And, like, I'm having trouble summarizing this because so little happens. It's just, like, yeah. a bunch of random weird events with no structure yeah. between them well, um she goes out to the desert and she finds she thinks she sees a plane crash but like people mm. kind of don't believe her and she follows it out to see if people are hurt and she finds this building and then there's this weird kind of thing where we don't know what happens she puts her hands on it and then she wakes up in her house and it's like she's kind of being gaslit like nothing happened yeah and that that house that she finds is or the, the structure she finds on the top of this hill is where the men go off to work every day. And it's, they have this mysterious job with like the most ridiculous name. I think it's like something progressive materials or something. Yeah, yeah it's like, like engineering progressive materials. Yeah, something. it doesn't yeah. even like even in like a fictional world where that's obviously like a fake title. It sounds like a fake title. <laughs> I think they could have probably workshot that a bit. Um. But yeah, so lots of just gaslighting. Uh, Chris Pine is everybody's boss in this neighborhood, and he's kind of like the the lead gaslighter. Um, and yeah, weird shit happens, and it keeps happening. Oh, and she has a friend who has had like a psychotic break, and then Florence Pugh's character kind of like is the only one who notices, and then she has a psychotic break herself, and uh eventually she has to get like electrodes or what do you what do you call that a lot of shock therapy or yeah (laughs) whatever something to do with Um, the brain yeah Yeah. and then she's like all good but also it's revealed that this is the matrix so here's your spoiler um there is actually the real world and it's 2020 or whatever and well maybe not 2020 because there's no covid but um and harry styles is actually ugly and this is like (laughs) wow sorry and this is like some manufactured uh matrix reality where people can live out their idyllic 50s lifestyles um while they sleep and it's actually just like a prison for the women involved for the most part and the guys leave to make money in the day and then 
come back to their wives at, in the evening, I guess. Which also doesn't make sense because wouldn't most of that time be like sleeping? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just entering the 50s to take yeah. a nap, you know? Like, yeah. okay. To eat, to eat dinner with my wife really quick. My life. Yeah, sorry. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, Florence Pugh discovers this, comes back, but the memories aren't perfectly erased, so she still remembers. And then she murders Harry Styles, which I was like, thank fucking God. Yeah. Uh, and then, then it's a race to Blair Witch Mountain or whatever that movie's called. Yeah. And people chase her and it's Mad Max and Fast and Furious all rolled up in one and big car explosion. And then she probably makes it out. Yay. Good for Florence. That car explosion made me like audibly laugh. Like, laugh. I thought that oh, was, was so dumb. We'll get to that. We'll talk about later. Yeah. That happened. I like yeah. laughed loud enough. That, like the other people in the theater were like, what the hell was that? Yeah. I was, I think my brother and I were like the most rowdy people in the audience and it was like kind of full and we were just like laughing all the time and no one else was. Oh, that yeah. always sucks. I was, I'm always the person in the theater laughing when no one else is. <laughs> my, I'm the theater. My, my fucking, my, I just saw this like a few hours ago. Um, and so I went to like a Saturday matinee and like it was fairly empty and there was like, it was completely silent like the entire time. Um, except for two moments. One was near the very end when Harry Styles, when she like imagines Harry Styles hugging her. And she's at like the portal, and like mm-hmm. this girl behind me was just like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> and then the other, uh, the other moment was right when it ended. The girls right behind me were like, "Man, that fucking sucked." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of Harry Styles fans are watching this and are just completely blind to everything else. Like they've just they're watching this with like horse blinders on, where they're like only watching it for Harry Styles and they can't realize that he's like so <laughs> terrible at acting. Um, yeah. He's not. He's well, not into it. I yeah. didn't think he, I like, cause we saw the clip that they released and yeah. I was like, this is bad. That is his, that's the worst part of the movie for of his performance. Yes. So in the rest of the movie, he's nowhere near as bad as that scene. I think I, I definitely agree that I think people were playing up how bad his acting was and it wasn't, it wasn't, it that, wasn't bad. that bad you have to know what you're looking for so like yeah, if i wasn't paying totally. attention i could easily be like oh yeah he's just acting but yeah. i it did occur to me that he's just like not taking any creative choices as an actor it's yeah. very vanilla like he's so so he's saying the lines and he's delivering the lines and it's convincing enough where you're like yeah he's not just like you know so really beginner actors just kind of like say the the lines as if they're just remembering them yeah and so he's advanced beyond that so there's that i guess but um yeah it's just kind of like that is considering he's in like a multi-million dollar budgeted film but yeah it's kind of like a low standard for i mean everyone else is acting circles around him Yeah, yeah i mean like i uh i also think that there are so many moments where it was like it would say like, like hanging on his face. And I was like, I know I'm supposed to pick something up from his reaction <laughs> here, but I'm just not like, I just, it isn't yeah, working I, here. Yeah. He's I, just, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, he's just done. Like, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. You go. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say like, there was parts where it would hang on his face and like, 
I know his reaction is supposed to tell me something, yeah. but I'm not getting a much of a reaction. I'm like, I was like, right, oh, he's sad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's, like, Damn. he's mildly inconvenienced. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't really give anything for his co-stars to work off of. It's just um, the way I, I wrote down that, like, there it's really unfortunate for him that they're putting him against this mega star, Florence yeah. Pugh, who's, like, one of the best actors of her generation, and then, like, putting her beside, like, a high school acting, like, theater yes. kid. Like that's what he is at this yeah. point in his career, yeah. and it's it shows it really does. Yeah, like she's in doing all her whole of the thing. scenes where they're together. It's like, oh my god! Like, yeah. yeah. There's parts where like I think he is convincing, but um, you know, like when when he's like angry or like he has to do anything that's more than just like talk in a normal volume, I'm like. Man, that's not convincing at all. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's definitely the extreme emotions. Like, there's a case. So there's the clip you were talking about, but also there's another fight later in the film um, yeah. after she's realized what's up, I think. So, like, third act, where, yeah. and, and people have, you know, extensively noticed this, where he tries to do the Florence Pugh frown. You know how she, like, always frowns yeah. in her movies? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a really, like, yeah. obvious, like... And, and like, no one frowns like that except Florence Pugh, and it works for her. But for him, he looks so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Oh, my brother said, and I thought this is great. He said that um, somehow Harry Styles is bad at his own accent. Like he's not even like yeah. it's it's not even a fake accent, and he seems like he's just doing a terrible job of it, which is very strange. Yeah, when I first yeah, and then like and then later in the movie when it's like is he supposed to be like American, like in real life, not in the Matrix? He's supposed to be American. Oh, I didn't even he, notice. I swear that, he's that not doing the same accent anymore. No, he's I not. Swear he, he's he's yeah. talking like he's just from like the middle of the United States. But it's like once again not the greatest accent. So no, it's like it's, I don't I not. don't know. Like, is he British? Yeah, because you can um, hear, like, slips of, like, a British accent in that, which confused me because I was like, okay, is he, am I just, like, not hearing this well enough or something? But, no, I think he was supposed to be American, but he just, he just wasn't very good. (laughs) Maybe they filmed those scenes first, because, like, I'm just wondering why, why would he be British in the dream world but American. I don't know. Like, he just <laughs> thinks British people are cool. Like, I didn't understand. Yeah, like, I love to be British, man. Man, those accents Whoa. are so cool, man. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of, like, all those British people, why, if this is a movie about, like, the American, or, yeah, like, the American suburbs in the 50s, why are there so many fucking British people? Yeah. I feel like every other weird. person is British in the dream world. Gemma Chan... Harry Styles. Yeah. Is there anyone else? Maybe, maybe not. No, but like, like I guess the idea is that like the man just chooses the person to be his wife, and I they kind of imply that like if they're not already in a relationship, they just like kidnap a woman. Like you know, yeah. like I mean, it's already bad because there's that line where, um, like it's when the reveal is happening and the they're like setting up Harry Styles with the simulation matrix. And it's like, she was already previously your 
not not your spouse, but your significant other or whatever. And he's like, yes. And that implies that like they can do it without them actually being in a relationship. So oh, I don't know. Weird. I don't know if That's, there's like, yeah. I don't know. Like I get, I, maybe they just like, man, British people are sick. And they just like, <laughs> <laughs> and they just found a British person. Like, I don't know. I, but, uh, I yeah, yeah, I don't want to think about those implications of what the alternative is there, but I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah, gross. I don't date um, it either, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, this British, this whole idea of British uh, being in the movies, I think Olivia Wilde is British, right? In real life? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Or, I okay. This is something I'm going to. Checking. Oh no, she's American. Now I'm confused. Why did I think she was fucking British? Okay, maybe disregard. Um, okay. Um, but speaking on Olivia Wilde, I did want to touch on this point. Um, do you think this? Uh, do you think this movie is a metaphor for something? <laughs> I feel like. Mm, so, like, let's let's look at the details. So. I mean, Olivia Wilde, as we all know, uh, divorced her uh, husband, Jason Sudeikis, and then uh, decided to fool around with Harry Styles. Uh, And then this movie comes out uh, that is about the oppressiveness of marriage. um, And Florence Pugh gets to fool around with Harry Styles. So, I mean, (laughs) I feel like this is just like a thinly veiled you know, this is what I'm feeling right now kind of thing from like Olivia Wilde. And it's, there's nothing else to it. Um, Mm. It doesn't help that apparently this was written by, so like, like this was like, um, is it blacklisted? Like those scripts that are online or something? I don't Uh, know. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there's like a website where like scripts just live. And then sometimes directors will pick one out from there. And it was written by, think the grandchildren of dick van dyke like there were two oh, really? brothers yeah there were two brothers whose last name was van dyke and then uh olivia wilde's screenwriting partner you know changed some things and then i don't know i just it feels very in line with what happened in real life so yeah maybe i mean i guess i don't know i wasn't thinking that it was necessarily trying to speak about marriage specifically as much and more like just general like power within gender relations like i thought that's what it was trying to get at and obviously marriage pays plays a big role in that and traditional marriage roles but yeah i don't know maybe like i i think that it was just like a movie that like like you were saying it was more focusing on the imagery and not exploring its themes very much um but yeah maybe it's just my um conspiracy theory for this movie but yeah um but yeah let's talk about uh I guess we did talk about Harry Styles already, but what one thing I forgot to mention was that it was kind of like this pretty like basic rule you learn early on in filmmaking. Like if you want to make like actually good stuff, don't cast your partner or your lover. Like that just yeah, it doesn't go well. This is something like we learn at our age, and then you know someone's got like a multi million dollar movie and they're making that mistake, and it's. It really hurts the movie. Didn't they um, meet on this showed. set, though? Mm, I think no. I thought they met during the filming of this movie. 
There's no fucking way. I don't Let think me. They did. Or during the production of this movie, anyway. Or pre production. This is something we need to know. Okay, somebody talk about something while I check this out. Yeah, well, we got some notes here. We got uh, Harry crying, fuck, fuck. Like, and I think that's referring to. Oh, Alex You're has fucking found right. something. It says Wikipedia says in January 2021, Wilde began dating Harry Styles after meeting during the filming. So are you telling me that she casted him on purpose for like <laughs> unrelated reasons? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. terrible. Was because was he? Yeah, because it's like I don't know if she was blown away by his acting. <laughs> I don't think that was it. No way. Okay, yeah, so I, then... I hate to insinuate that because that's <laughs> shitty, but it's like, what did he give in the audition? You know what I mean? <laughs> like... Oh my god, that's okay. No, that's too good. Um, no, now I'm sure about the, all that time she's been away from set. There's no way. Um, but the rest of the cast, um, mm-hmm. Florence Pugh is fantastic as always. Oh, yeah. um, I don't, I don't think she's put in a bad performance yet. She's just great. Chris yeah, Pine. I think she's I think she's legitimately incredible here. I think Chris Pine is great too. I also yeah. loved Chris Pine in this movie. Yeah. Those those two really held it up for me. Um yeah. and as much as I like kind of didn't want to have this be the case, whatever. I thought while uh, Olivia Wilde in the movie was pretty good actually. Like I, yeah, I thought kind she was good found, too. I found her character like kind of fun and like she had like an like an edge to her like she had like a a very distinct personality. Yeah, which actually made sense uh, considering the reveal of that character later that she mm-hmm. had like chosen to be there. Um, and I, I have I have different thoughts about that reveal that why I was kind of let down by that, but we can get to that later. But um, yeah, I actually thought she played that really well. And. Um... There is also Nick Nicholas Kroll is in this movie of Big Mouth fame. Yeah. I uh, did not think I was, that he I was going to say it. I did, not li- I did not like him in this movie. I didn't I, either. One of either. the notes I wrote down was in the theater. I wrote Nick Kroll doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. I was like, and uh, like, it was just like, man, like the scenes where I get it. He's supposed to be like a sycophant. I understand for Chris Pine's character, but it's just like too much. And like when he goes, there's one scene where he goes like really quickly. And this is also in the writing, I guess, but really quickly from like joking around. Cause we up to that point, we've just seen him as this kind of like asshole shit kicker. I like, you know, he likes to joke around and stuff. And then like, he's suddenly like so serious. Like you do not talk shit about Chris Pine. Like you don't do it. And I didn't, I was like, are you kidding? Like, I don't know. Like, and it just didn't, the delivery fell off to me. And then when Chris Pine comes and talks to them and he's just like, yes, sir. I was like, okay, man, yeah. like you can, yeah. t- you can dial it back a little bit. Like, Yeah. I, I, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, man, <laughs> this is fucking weird. Like, I, I don't know. It was, it was definitely a weird choice. Um, the one scene that I think of, and I've, I kind of only vaguely remember it. It's towards the end when he tries to like stop the car from like like Florence Pugh's trying to leave her house and then he kind of like doesn't he like jump in and then I think Olivia Wilde like superhumanly throws him <laughs> off the car. I don't even like, remember this. Like he's yeah. real over the top. Um 
Gemma Chan is also in this. Um, I thought she was good. I didn't really. I thought she was good she's too. Kind of like a side character. I didn't have any thoughts on. Yeah, her character none of that much to do, but I thought she did good. And then uh, probably my least favorite casting, other than Harry Styles. Um, have you, either of you guys seen Veep, the TV no, show with Julia Levy Dreyfus? No. That's correct. That TV show. Um, I think it's it's got a lot of seasons. Anyways, so I'm somewhere in the middle of that. And there's one character on that show named Jonah Ryan. And he's played by an actor named Timothy Simons. And in this movie, that actor plays the doctor. And I, first of all, I can't see him as anything other than Jonah Ryan, who is like just this dickwad of a character who's like, so like self-important but also such a loser in veep that like that's all i'm ever going to see him as like someone who's always trying to climb to the top but he's an idiot um and i think he's still playing that character a little bit in this and it just feels like a huge typecast or um sorry uh, a miscast for i don't know if you guys noticed it but like like having seen the show and knowing who the actor was i was very much like this is like really weird for me to see him, but I also just don't think that he was right for that role. Um, yeah, I didn't notice anything particular in either direction about that performance. I, I wasn't like this, this, it didn't feel wrong to me, but it also didn't, I wasn't uh, taken. I didn't like it a lot. <laughs> I wasn't like, this is great. Um, so I don't know. I think, um, the, <sighs> The time where like his Veep character comes out the most is in the end during the car chase when he says one of my favorite lines in the movie. Um, let me just find it. He goes, "Oh, he says, stop her, you idiots!" That sucks. That line sucks. <laughs> we're so fucking bad and that was that was very jonah ryan that came off as like comical to me i don't I think was, that was the intention i was also so checked out at that point in the movie i was like Man. yeah like yeah. just, just yeah. get there just get to the portal like just get there i was genuinely watching my phone to see like what time it was i was like yeah i gotta i gotta get out of here like soon because yeah. at this point i was very very disinterested in the movie mm-hmm. i did not care where this is ending what how it was ending i just i just kind of wanted it to be over at that point we'll get to it but i actually when when it turned into fast and furious i was like oh we're doing something oh great there's like <laughs> we're, cool there's action i was like so I, I i i think there was like a small burst of energy at the end so at, at the very least there was that um but we are still at the uh, the beginning so let's actually talk about this movie um one of the first things that started getting on my nerve was um, all of the needle drops. I think in the first like 20 minutes, there's maybe four or five 50 songs. Yeah. And I was like, am I watching yes. a movie or listening to a Spotify playlist right now? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I agree. we need to chill with the music. I get it. We're in the fifties. Okay. But yeah, um, I, I, it was a lot. And that's, I, I mean, we, we want, we're talking about sound design later, but like I had a real problem with, 
the sound design in this movie. Um, Let's get into that, it now, actually. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, again, it was doing too much. I also wrote, like, another note I wrote was sound design doing too much. And it was like, there are so many moments where it's like you're saying, like, I know, I get that this is a 50s. I understand. You are showing me it's in the 50s. You've played the 150 song already. I get it. I understand what you're going for. And there's so many moments like that where it's like, something spooky happens and then the music is like or it's like and it's like i get that it's spooky i understand i can see with my eyes that what is happening is like weird like it becomes cheap when every aspect Mm -hmm. of filmmaking within a moment is all communicating the exact same thing and not providing any layer to it and that's what the sound design was start to finish for me just like undercutting so many moments of just like 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 this could have been interesting but it's like you're trying you're going like oh do you get it do you get it guys because it's like what's happening is weird it's like yes i do get that um so i like while i liked some of the concepts like i thought like the breathing could have been cool oh Um, my god the breathing was so annoying i fucking hated it so much when they do it every single time and it goes yes. <laughs> yeah. as if it's like it's supposed to make me feel tense. There was, yeah. I want to say that, but there was one part where it really didn't work for me and I was actually laughing at it. Like it was just the opposite reaction at that point, just cause it's so overdone. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my general point about like, and like I feel like they were doing like they're kind of doing like inception booms. And I was like, man, like we're past <laughs> that point. <laughs> like, come on. Movie's was... not that deep, yeah. Yeah. Um on the opposite end of I'm trying to connect these points somehow. Um, let's talk about the visuals. Um sure. so this is one of the things where at the start of the movie I was like, how is this gonna be bad? Because it looked really, really good uh, Very from a from a cinematography standpoint. Um, you know, there were great close-ups. Um, the lighting was really nice. Um, yeah, just a lot of the visuals were really strong. Um, They're like nostalgic film grain look. Very colorful, yeah. high contrast, high saturated, yeah. really saturated colors. Um, in some spot, like for the cars, I'm thinking specifically, not so much in other parts, but um yeah yeah and the the last movie that i saw that was like a new movie was uh the woman king and i'll get into that in the rec section but um the one thing one of many things that disappointed me about that movie was how uninteresting it was from a like a visual standpoint it was Mm. it was filmed like more like an action movie which if you knew the director and the stuff they've been doing like it kind of makes sense but um i was just really disappointed at, at how uninteresting it was um and then seeing this was like a very refreshing and i was surprised that i don't know i was i guess i was pleasantly surprised that even if i knew that this wasn't going to be great just based on reactions um that at least i would have a good time watching it um because there would be something to look at that was nice um i think one of the one of the strongest visuals that i liked was the the uh the model of the the suburbs and then Florence Pugh's like tracing her hand along yeah, the street. Yeah, that, really that nice. was really good. Yeah, yeah. I think that there was also I liked the the symmetry 
um, that was employed in a lot of the shots. There was a lot of like rotational symmetry, um, like different types of symmetry employed. And it was this kind of like, uh, like it, it implying like a lot of uniformity, which like obviously is a, a part of the film. Um, so I, I quite enjoyed that. I thought that there wasn't enough substance of the film to make if like, because the film wasn't very deep in a lot of ways, it didn't explore scenes very well. I thought that some of the shots kind of fell into that same category as the sound design, where it was like, it's, they're like all the same. And it was like, yeah, I know. Like, you're not saying anything, <laughs> like, you're not saying anything else. Um, but yeah, I actually, the sequences where they're doing the ballerina practices, they have these particular shot. There's this one particular shot where it's like on a longer lens and it's just like the dancers kind of flitting across the screen. And I really enjoyed that. Um, and then it was yeah. cutting to these bird's eye shots too that I thought were really nice too. Yeah, all the the, uh, the dancing shots were surprisingly well done. Um, I'd say that like for the most part, I kind of actually did like Olivia Wilde's direction. Not, I would say so too. It's It wasn't perfect. I did see some things where I was like, you know, personally, I wouldn't have done that. And, I, you know, you can chalk that up to just like, personal style and personal preference but um there was a lot of like really strong choices where i was like this isn't as bad as i thought it might be um especially just like from what um olivia wilde was involved with because i mean you know hearing all the drama you think that it's going to be terrible because of stuff olivia wilde did when it seems more that like the script was just kind of weak and some of the casting was bad Unless it's true that, like, she didn't direct a good chunk of it. Like, I actually think, like, she's done fairly well here. Like, her, like, mm-hmm. worst thing was picking, was, I guess, casting Harry Styles, and then, like, picking a fairly weak script. Like, those are, yeah. you know what I mean? Which also, like, as a new director could be, you know, that's kind of understandable, I, I might say, you know? Yeah. That might not be something you know how to weed out just yet. Um. I don't know. The one time when I was like, these choices I wouldn't have done, it was actually, they were both in the same kind of like scene. They were really close to each other. It was when um, Chris Pine reveals that like he is gaslighting Florence Pugh and he's like, like, yeah, you're right. Um, There's just one shot of Florence Pugh and it's in close up and you see just Chris Pine's shoulders and then he leaves the shot. And I was like, why wouldn't you keep him in the shot? Like, it seems like he's trying to, like, force her into a corner and then he's left the shot. So that just didn't make sense to me. But, again, that's, like, a personal style thing. So, like, I don't know if that means she's, you know, doing it wrong. Um, And then there was another shot when when Florence comes back to the dinner table. She's just kind of, like, in the background and you could almost, like, miss her when she's coming to the table. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, why would you not focus on her in any way? Because I like I like the sense. idea. I would have played that in a wide too. I liked that idea to play it in a wide, but I would have just like Harry Styles blocks her like from yeah. the frame for a good chunk. I don't know why they wouldn't just central make her more central in that frame. Yeah. So it was those two shots and they were in quick succession where I was like, this this was kind of off, but as I said, like most of the movie i was i enjoyed the direction so i i don't know if i can say that she's a bad director um 
Moving on. Um, there was a several times on the tv screen there's that stupid skeleton <laughs> yeah. cartoon remember, that was like that, one of the cheesiest things in this entire that movie really took me out of it when i first saw it i was like oh i've seen that that's like the meme skeleton yeah. I, was like, what? I was like what is that yeah i forget what the meme is because i i always mix it up with the spooky scary skeletons where mm. the guy's like dressed in the skeleton yeah, costume yeah. which is a different thing but um it was so like on the nose that like something's creepy in this world. And it's like, obviously she would not be watching that. Yeah. Why the fuck would she have that on her TV? <laughs> it's not like, it's not October as far as we can tell. And she doesn't have children. So, and she's vacuuming. So none of the things make sense. It was very distracting. It was a weird choice. Um, do you say that actually, appears multiple times? I didn't notice it yeah, other than the first yeah, no, really. It happens twice. There are twice. two different times. Yeah. Which I only is, noticed it the one time. I think the second time it might be on like a different part of it, but I was like, oh, it's those same fucking skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, her life is on repeat, so like I guess like that makes sense, but um yeah, just such a weird choice. Um but this kind of ties into my next point. Um you know what? I think there was something weird about that town. Oh, really? Um, really? Yeah. Wow. I would have <laughs> never guessed. You'd think that if your whole, if if literally the whole idea of your movie is, you know, maybe there's something wrong with this American 50s suburb ideal that we have in our mind of like what the 50s were like, you'd think that you would want to like show that being the norm for a little bit before being like, Okay, now yeah. maybe there's something weird because the weird shit happens very quickly, instantly. Yeah, yeah. like I, She's... sorry, go. I I was like confused because I was like, oh, like that was fast. So I expected like more weird things to like. I expected like another weird twist that just never came. So I was, it was just, it felt like to me it was just dragging for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. and I felt like. I've just like from the very opening scene, I was like, well, this already seems like it's yeah. a depiction of the fifties that I, that I don't think is good. Like the women are like to be like, just like observed and treated as like, they're just dancing around for the men. I was like, well, this isn't like an ideal <laughs> that like, I, I don't want, like, that's, Aiden, I don't, Aiden, I don't think this is you're... good. <laughs> Aiden, are you saying you're a feminist? What? what? But like, that's what I feel like I understand that some people are going to watch that and be like, oh, fuck yeah, I want that. But I feel like most people, <laughs> even if they even if they want that, they're going to watch that and be like, like, and understand that, like, the problem with it. Like, or that there's, it's a socially talked about problem, like, at the very least. So I feel like there's no... Like, where is the mystery? And then so much of the movie after that is just, like, slowly unfolding that, like, there's yeah. bad shit happening. And, like, most of the moves are lateral moves. Like, one thing is not weirder than the other. And so yeah, it's just, like... Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, It's just, like, stuff happening. And then occasionally there's a plot point and it just goes, like, bah! Like, it, uh, it just, like, skyrockets for a second. It spikes, and then it yeah. just plateaus, yeah. Something um, I uh, I didn't write in my notes, but I I was thinking about it while I was watching it is um, it like what Aiden just said. It like things kind of just happened. It it felt like 
um, if you're like playing a video game and you're just like walking through like an open world, things kind of just happen when you're walking through. None of them are necessarily related to each other, but they just happen. That's kind of what that's how I felt. I was like, this, there's kind, there's just shit going on. It, it, it felt all very. I don't want to say directionless because I feel like that's that's too harsh, but it felt very disjointed dis like yes, disjointed. lacking in causality no i i think yes. that's a i yes, think that's that, a great that's, point that's it. yeah yeah like it's sh- in most movies it's like you know a scene happens and then because of what happens the next scene happens and those ideas are directly related or linked in some way and there's none of that here it's just you know florence Pugh living her life and then something weird happens and she's freaked out by it and then she goes back to living her life and then something weird happens and then yeah. like there's no build to yeah. the narrative. Um, yeah, like the uh I know you mentioned this earlier, Alex, but the the eggs thing. That was yeah. weird. I was gonna bring like, that up. That, again, that yeah. didn't really have much of like a an effect after that. She just she was just crushing eggs. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, what? And why okay, it drives me crazy. Why was that the first thing? I yeah, know, I, I know. And Why would you so think to soon. fucking crush it was egg so with your sad. hand? I, when I was right, I was like, "Oh, we're doing this." Like, so she already, already like, because <laughs> yeah. like, like she starts off the movie already so skeptical, but then goes back to not skeptical, but then is skeptic. Like, yeah, it's just like I have, I have a conspiracy theory. I, another one. It's great. Um, yeah. I think that scene was from a later part of the movie, and then the editor. <laughs> Or the maybe the execs, or maybe I don't know. Somebody was like, "Okay, this isn't interesting enough. You know, the weird stuff doesn't happen early enough. What can we possibly move?" And yeah. they're like, "I guess the eggs. We can move the eggs, whatever. You know, because it just yeah. feels so. It feels like something that belongs much later in the movie, and it's the yes. first indication of something being wrong, and it doesn't make sense being it was there. Such a it was such a yeah. strange choice to have that first, because like in what." In what scenario would you think, oh, I'm just going to break this egg with my hand? And the look on her face is like, like she's like, oh my, like her, her suspicions are being realized. That's what she looks yeah. like when she's yeah. doing and I was it. Like, like, and that, this is like pretty early in the movie. So if she's realizing this, like theoretically, she should instantly be like, oh, like I'm going to start questioning everything. But like the next day she goes on and it's just, her like cutting toast up and like making eggs and hash browns and whatever the hell she's making, you know, like it just, I, Alex, I think your conspiracy theory is right that they're like, oh, we should just got to move this to like, I wouldn't be surprised by the beginning that half because it, yeah, it didn't, it didn't make sense. There was really no <laughs> reason for it after, like, were, were eggs brought up ever again other than like, nope, nope, B-roll? one time. I mean, they, she yeah, they show it. She, she, <laughs> she, she cooks them later in the movie she, multiple oh, okay. more times she cooks eggs that does okay, that I, I didn't do that there is eggs later that do have yeah. eggs within if you, the show if you break an empty egg in the first act you have to cook a full egg by the third <laughs> it's Chekhov's egg yeah, yeah. Um, it's that whole scene is just so weird like if that's going to be your first thing First of all, it shouldn't be. But why? Why is every single egg in the carton fake? Like she goes yeah. through every single one, and they're all fake. And I was like, "Okay, hey, that's weird. Why didn't you know? Like, if it was one, and then the and then she tries another one, and that's real. And then she's like, "Oh, I'm just, you know, oh, I'm just imagining things." 
And she you just know? kept doing it, or too. It, it was one defect. Like, that's believable. Yes, But when yes. all six of them are yeah. there, it's like, what are you, what is this? Yeah. What am I watching? And she's like, oh, yeah. it's nothing. It just doesn't even bring it up again. Um, it's, it's also like, so what strange. is, what is the, in terms of, like, knowing the twist, what, like, is that, that's just a glitch? Like, that's the idea? Like, there's so much, oh, I feel like the, the concept twist, nothing so, makes sense. I know, it's like, so I loose. Feel, there's so much that, like, isn't really explained by the twist, like, you just have to kind of infer, like, let's, like, let's I, talk about this now, the plane, there's no payoff yeah, to what, what the, the fuck I don't the know what the plane is yeah. for. Yeah. It makes no sense. If there, if there seems to be some connection between the kid's toy and then yeah. the one in the sky, and then they don't elaborate on it ever. Yeah. It took me a while to realize, like, oh, that's the same, like, model plane. Like, the first but time it, it like... nothing! Like, I, I, I see yeah. the plane flying through, I'm like, oh, there's a plane. And then, like, we get to, like, the like the <laughs> inserts of, like, the kid dragging the plane around. I didn't realize that was the same plane until, like, near, like, the end of the movie or whatever like next time they showed it i was like oh that's the same plane like i don't know if that was just me being an idiot and like not catching on at first but then yeah, they never I mean, explained it kind of was yeah fair enough <laughs> <laughs> but then they never explained the plane thing i was like yeah oh okay also the taking the kid to the desert thing like did never so, like, elaborate the, on well the kids the kids aren't real right so, yeah i guess that's it yeah but it's like so what happened? Like, we don't know what happens. Like, we never saw, like, a moment where... And this would be corny as fuck, so not this. But, like, the kid gl- <laughs> the kid glitches and, like, there's transparent for a second. You know what I mean? Like, something like this that. This movie where... isn't above being corny as fuck, though. So, like, <laughs> that's know. totally on that's brand. I mean. Like, we didn't see, like... It's like, did she go out and kill the kid and they didn't find a body? How did they not find a body? I get the that he's not real, but he, he within, within the simulation, <laughs> the kid is real. You know what I mean? Like, why would he not have a body within the simulation? That doesn't make sense. Like, no, I think I think the way they described it was it was a punishment. So they're like, OK, if you're going to misbehave, you don't get the kid bonus pack you know oh, or the kid dlc is taken okay. away from you pre-order bonus <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's how i read that um but yeah that plane thing drove me crazy i was like when is this gonna come back um i didn't i yeah it just seems like one of those visual things where they're like oh this is cool and then we're never gonna bring it up again yeah. um, i feel like a lot of the things in the movie like so oh, th- th- this is cool you know, yeah, I feel and, like they're they're in the writing room. Like, okay, what can we make that looks cool in a simulation? Well, we got eggs out of eggs in them. All right, yeah. write that one down. We got a plane. Write that, that shit down. Yeah, like I feel like they just made like a a quick like rough list of cool things in the simulation. And there um, are so many like thin connections. Like the, all, we have all these shots of like these dancers dancing in black and white with their leg stuff. And it's like with their, the reveal, <laughs> with their their legs and stuff. But like the reveal for that is like it's projected on the ceiling when they go into the matrix. No, 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 that's not what that is. That what was it, another what was like that? I, I don't even no, know what that was. That wasn't what the was reasoning. That? It was just a visual thing, I think. Okay. Like it's it's not like and then what, part of... what the fuck was that? Oh, the way I described it to my brother, I said it was the the loading screen. <laughs> 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 you know like like tips powering the up and, yeah and the bar um, <laughs> yeah that's what i thought um 
It looks great though. Like it as did? far as oh, loading yeah. screens go, like I liked it, and it, I like how it kind of blends into the eyeball a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was really pretentious when I see it three fucking times though. Oh yeah, that was really Absolutely. annoying. Um, I think this movie, if it was just like a visual artsy movie, I found in like the back corner of YouTube with like, you know, maybe an hour trimmed off of it, I'd be like, okay, this is artsy (laughs) and like nonsensical. I like it. I mean, if you shaved off an hour, I bet it would be pretty nonsensical. Yeah. (laughs) There'd be some pretty dynamic uh, discontinuity editing. That would have been fun. Yeah, Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Things would have happened. But uh, instead, I I just felt like this was... um, it felt like a filler episode if if it was a movie, you know, like it was mm-hmm. a lot of filler and I I don't know. It, it didn't. I usually leave theaters thinking, oh, I feel like I learned something or like I'm inspired by that movie. I left with like no feeling in my head. I was like, this, yeah, that was a movie, you know. And like I, I get that feeling even in movies that I don't think are amazing. Like I got too, that yeah. feeling. I got that feeling from both Three Thousand Years of Longing and See How They Run, Run Away, mm. Run Away, Search for No, you had it right first. I had that feeling for both of those. I was like, okay, there's some cool things that I'd pick and choose out of this, but I don't. There's almost yeah. There's almost like, nothing. I don't know from what this. I would pick away from this that I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna use that. I mean, if you watch it with the sound off. It's like already like twenty five percent better. I wouldn't yeah. go as far to say like it's fantastic, but um, so speaking of all of like these kind of like threads that go nowhere, what did you guys think was happening? Did you ever like come up with a theory? I, I straight up at no point in the movie, and I know this kind of contradicts what I said earlier about like I know it's the nineteen fifties. I at no point in the movie was like this is in the past. I was like, this is definitely actually in the present, like for the entire time. And I couldn't tell you why I thought that, but I was like, yeah, this is going to be like the village. Like, yeah. Have you guys seen Eminent Shyamalan's The Village? No, I've not. Okay. Don't, don't worry about it then. But like, yeah, don't worry about that. Um, I was like, yeah, like this is going to be like, I thought it was going to be like, this is modern day. And they like created this community or something. I didn't think it was going to be like the matrix commune. Yeah. Like, I don't know why the fuck I thought that. I think like the people just like, I don't know. There was something about that. And then as it went on, I was just like, okay, where the fuck would this be going in a way that like means anything? And the only thing I could think of was that like, Oh, you think that these values are in the past, but they're not like, I was like, that's the only point that this movie could be trying to make, I think at this point. And so I like, I, from the get-go, suspected it was modern day, and then just slowly, that was confirmed for me. Uh, for me, I felt like, or I thought, it was going to be some, like, like culty type, like, yeah, we built this, like, this, this suburban area for all of you to be happy, and, like, uh, fucking, uh, what's, what's his character? Frank, that's the character's name. Frank is, like, this big, like, cult Oh, right, I <laughs> That's Chris Pine. Sorry, yeah. I didn't yeah, think sorry, sorry, I, I couldn't remember the actor. Uh, Chris Pine, right. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be like, oh, he's this big cult guy and everyone loves him because he's a cult leader or some shit. Uh, and then when like the, the, the twist happens where it's like, oh, you you actually like are in like virtual reality or whatever. 
dude, the, like the sigh of like disappointment I let out. I was like, man, of course there's some like like high tech like sort of online. You're in like a like virtual reality type shit. Yeah. I was like genuinely disappointed. That is the twist where I was like, man, I went from like kind of liking this movie to like thinking very. It, it's very okay. I really, I really, really didn't like that twist. It really bothered me. Yeah, we'll we'll cover the twist a little more later. But um, as far as what I thought it was, somehow both of you were like fairly close to what it actually was. I was so off the fucking ball. <laughs> I don't know if I just like watch movies incorrectly, but I thought because I was trying to figure out the plane thing, which was a dead end. So I guess yeah. that's my fault. Like, yeah. I, was like, okay, how does I, I it... deleted that from my brain. So there was... <laughs> yeah, I was just so it. focused on like, okay, the plane is going to be a clue for later. So I was like, okay. So we've got a real oh. plane and then it's a kid's toy. So I thought this is I thought that what the men were working on was shrinking technology. I thought it was some fucking <laughs> downsizing featuring Matt Damon bullshit. Ant Man whatever. Computer for so I was bullshit. so fucking off. So whatever, that's just me. I think that could have been cool though, like if it was yeah. like just a tiny society. I yeah, it was fire. No, one of the things one of the things I thought of with the plane then I was like, oh yeah, this was like someone flew into this airspace that was supposed to be restricted or whatever, and they cleaned it up really quick. And that mm. that was what I, that was what I thought. Of That's that. kind of what I thought too. Yeah, but that obviously didn't really go anywhere at all. So maybe it could was have also could have also been aliens. Mm. That would have been that would have been interesting. Um, oh, we'll no, get into that's... that. There's a particular <laughs> alien that might have made this movie better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot. Uh, yeah, well, Cold I'm so I'm actually excited this week for that one. Um, okay, here's another fun thing. Um, so there's a lot of um, cunnilingus in this movie for lack of a better word. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's the, that's uh, the term you landed on? You had to think yeah, about it. Like... <laughs> I went for the one that would get the biggest reaction, and I think it succeeded. Um, I think we watched the first sequence, and my brother leans over to me, and he says, my friend has seen this movie, and she said that there are eight scenes like this in this movie. Now, for those of you who haven't seen this movie... She is very wrong. There's nowhere near eight. There's no. two, yeah, right, maybe yeah. three. And so uh, I'm watching the movie, trying to figure out when the other six scenes are going to happen. And like, as the movie continues on, I'm just trying to like, like how insane the rest of the movie and how horny the rest of the movie is going to be. Cause they're going to have to fit in six scenes, like from what they have left. And it's getting more crazy as the film goes on. Now, obviously that was incorrect. Um, but it was, it was real. It was a fun game that kept me occupied <laughs> for at least some of the movie. Um, the scene with head. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is, a lot of that. Um, there is. I think Olivia Wilde wanted to do something about showing female pleasure. I mean, I saw that. I guess she did that. She did. Good she did for her. Yeah, I don't really. Um, I don't know. They were kind of that. random scenes, yeah. to be fair. I think the first one felt very like 
oh, we're getting into it, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like this, the first one was like, it didn't, I feel like it didn't serve any purpose, you know? No, I, I should disagree. I think it actually did, like, it established that, like, they have this kind of like, oh, they're so in love and they have such this, okay, like, passionate relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I do think it made sense. Like, I, I don't but have There any... is something that distracts me about that scene. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the first, like... She knocks Perfect the food munching. off the table. Yeah, yeah, she's like, so I prepared all this food. Dude, no, and then yeah, that actually would drive me crazy, too. She gets <laughs> on the fucking dinner table and just, like, pushes all of it off. And not like, okay, I'm just going to move this, like, to the side so we can do our business. She, like, fucking, like, as she's getting down or whatever, she's fucking, like, <laughs> pushing and, like, throwing the shit ever. I'm like... You just boasted about this dinner that you cooked, and you're ruining it. Yeah. Why? Yeah. We had some food really on the podcast. Yeah, I, had that, I had that same reaction. I was literally like, man, like, holy fuck. You're going to have to clean that shit up. You probably spent like an hour, you spent like an hour <laughs> making that food. <laughs> no, if Peter was here, he'd go crazy because he's a, he's a big foodie. Um, oh, yeah. I actually... I, I think I had the same reaction where I was like, ah, oh, fuck the food. But then when, when, you know, they're, they're doing it and then it's over. And then she just pushes the last one off. That was so funny. I like that. Yeah. Where she, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Unnecessarily. I think she was taking liberties at that point. She was just like, ah, like, I, I feel, I feel like they just told her, yeah, just push whatever you want off. And she just started doing it. She was like, oh, well, yeah. this one still and just pushed it. It was it was a fun acting choice, something that you know <laughs> not everyone knows how to do. But um, I don't know. I think the scene was very sudden, but I think Aiden's right. I think um, I think the scene establishes that they you know they have their uh, they uphold the traditional American values of eating at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was true. great. Um, yeah, yeah, and then I, I think the second scene was actually pretty good um, as far as like you know. It was kind of tense, you know. You know, oh, you're fucking in the. To be honest, the, you didn't like it. I, don't I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, Dude, you don't remember what, it. What it I Chris didn't Pine's bedroom. Why oh, the fuck? Right, right. Why didn't Chris? Why didn't Florence say anything about Chris Pine? That's what I like, thought too. She just I, like, I, like oh, how's it going? I was, and I was like, oh, maybe like there's going to be something later. Like she. Like they they're like programmed to behave a certain way around yeah, Chris Pratt. I thought it, I thought it was like like a mental block. Like she wasn't able to talk about yeah, it. That's what that's I thought what I, too. Because didn't didn't he like put his finger to his mouth like shush don't talk don't say anything. Maybe not. I think he did in a flashback later when we he cut back to the scene. Later, I think he did it later. Scene at the beginning. And then he, really doesn't he slip yeah. away really funny? Also, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just thinking about that scene, I feel like Olivia Wilde doesn't use wide shots in this movie. Is that just me? I feel like the whole movie was mostly in like kind of close up or medium close up shots. Such I think that a lot I was, of them were. Yeah. I just feel I feel like I never really got a good feel of the space, which kind of like bugged me. But also, I think could be assuming she did this on purpose could be like a really good creative decision. I think it kind of worked, honestly. It was yeah, a little I, jarring, I, but I think it worked. I actually I do think it worked fairly well for me. The only wides that I can think of were the bird's eye shots that she would have sometimes. Yeah. Um, or like she, when showing the neighborhood, there were like there were some mm-hmm. fairly like extended wides. Um, but yeah, I 
thought that we got enough of this. Like, obviously, we didn't understand the layout of the house super well, but I thought... I, I thought it actually worked pretty well. I, I think it was trying to focus your attention on to... At, at, at the very least, in the scenes between Harry and Florence, between in their relationship. Um, and so I, I thought it worked really well. Um, another Another directing choice... This one, okay, the last one, I think, was maybe a good choice, especially if it was if there was reasoning behind it. This one I really didn't like. It was before that, they're at the party, and there's two groups of discussions going on. The girls are talking and the boys are talking, and then it's a yeah. never-ending arcing shot. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Michael Bay. It's the Bayhem shot. I was like, and then there's also yeah. one cut where it cuts away from a second, and the cut away is a stable shot, and I thought the cut worked because they cut it so that they had a guy walking across the screen to work, but then it cuts mm-hmm. back to the arcing shot, and I was like, whoa. What's going it on was, here? It was so over the top, and... Uh, it was like it was making me seasick like it would just you know like and getting dizzy because it just wouldn't it went on yeah. for like a minute or that or reminded maybe two. me of of a, like a transformers scene like every conversation yeah. in transformers is shot like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then you'd also think like i don't know that they would do that again like if that was going to be like a, yeah. a visual thing but then they didn't um <laughs> I have written down dancing motif. Now that was a discussion yes. point that one of you guys gave me. Do you want to? That was tell me. me what yeah. That's about? So this was something I actually liked about it. This was something that like they have all these. Um, they keep talking about like order, and they talk about like order will give you freedom. And I thought that it actually was interesting how they showed the dancing, where dancing is this art form, right? Like it's meant for you to express, and it's meant for it's meant to be a freeing experience. But the way it was utilized within this universe and the way it was shot gave it more of like enforcing order. Um, and so like that's what it like it was like making you believe you have freedom, but still like when there's a stranglehold on power, as there is in like in some like gender relations in America sometimes, um, like it's not a freeing thing, you know what I mean? And then I like at the very last shot of the movie is like Florence is like dancing in her kitchen. And the way I took that is like, she's now dancing and is free. Um, That's the like, last shot of the movie? Yeah. No, it's, it's one of the last the shots. La- yes, it is. The last shot of the movie is her pressing her hands against the glass. Oh. No, that's not true. No, there's a shot of her like dancing in, in like the apartment kitchen, like right at the end. blacked out at this point. What? Yes, in like the apartment. What the fuck are you talking about? Was there a in... post fucking credit scene to no. "Don't Worry, Darling"? It, no, it like she has her hands on the window. It cuts to black, and then it comes back for a second. No, it does not. Yes, it does. You, you're no, not gonna gaslight me. I saw this movie. <laughs> I saw this movie like four hours ago. I, I know it has happened. Times at this point, because I don't remember this at all. What happens at the end, and Wikipedia will corroborate this, is she puts her hands against the glass. It cuts to black, and I was like, "Are we done?" And then the title comes up. Don't worry, darling. And I was like, "Oh my god, we're it's over." And then you hear her gasp, and that's the indication that she escaped. Is it after the gasp? It might not be the very last shot, but it's like right at the end. It's right near the end. I know this that this is before happens. or after Fast and Furious. 
It's after that, 100%. It's after that okay. Is this before or after Harry Styles gives her a hug? After that. From what I remember, does he give her a hug and then maybe it's like a, fl- a sequence of flashbacks of like their time I feel together? Like I do remember that. There are, there's a bunch of like rapid cutting between scenes and one of the things it cuts to is something we haven't seen before and it's her like dancing in the kitchen of like what looks, it's pretty close so we can't see super well, of like the apartment that... um. Uh, that like they oh, live in. Oh, I think lady. I do remember this. I think I remember this now. Oh, okay, the, okay. it's not at the end. Okay, I didn't take so, much note of okay, it. Okay, but no, maybe, but maybe. Yeah. I am fairly certain it's the last shot of the movie. But it's like right it's at not. the very end. <laughs> Stop saying, dude. I'm fairly certain. I'm, I'm dying on this fucking hill. <laughs> okay, we're gonna see it again, boys. Um, yeah, He's trying to look it up now. Um, yeah, I'm fine. It's fucking shit. <laughs> I, 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 I did like the visual of it. I do think it was a little odd. Like, I don't think it fit the rest of the aesthetic in that. As far as I know, housewives don't usually take ballet classes altogether. Like, that seems like something that doesn't fit that demographic perfectly well and so i was definitely taken out by that well i think in a better script what that is supposed to do is like be oh this is like a fairly normal 1950s situation but this is kind of a weird thing they do but it's not that weird but it's not a normal 1950s situation that's what's confusing i I know but that's what i'm saying in a better script where the rest of it is fairly normal and then this is the thing that is a little weird but isn't like insane because like ballet classes are not great is the the dancing classes revealed post egg break or pre-egg break i think it's post post? okay because I also thought he was kind of strange, but I, I brushed it off because I was like, well, I mean, I just watched a fucking egg break and there's nothing. <laughs> so, like, yeah. this must yeah. be normal. And anyway, like, I just thought there was some interesting... I actually thought that there was some, like, subtlety in, like, this motif that recurred multiple times. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, also, uh, no, I'm not going to get into it. Um, <laughs> oh, another one of my favorite lines in the movie. Um when Harry Styles tries to cook dinner and he makes like a huge mess and it's like a comically terrible mess and like he's tried to you know bash the potatoes with a like that was that was a little over the top I think set dressing wise at least where it was like okay is he really like that stupid probably but um anyways it's after that scene and you know they you know talked or whatever and she's walking away and Harry Styles goes (laughs) Boiling the potatoes. I think they put that in there just because they're like, oh, Harry Styles can sing. How about you sing Harry Styles? I think that was just an acting choice. I think he made a bold (laughs) acting choice to do what he's good at. Creative liberties. Yeah. But I I thought that was like, I thought that was a really relatable moment where I was like, yeah, Yeah. I would do that. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. It, It just felt to me like, oh, Harry Styles can sing. Shit, we need a part where he sings. So that that's what it felt like to me. But I mean, it wasn't like a bad thing. I was just, oh, yeah, Harry Styles is a very good singer. True. Why don't we? Why don't I skip ahead then and let's talk about that? There's very clearly a scene where an original song would have fit in, and instead of you know actually letting Harry Styles do what he's good at, 
they give him a dance scene, which yeah. is, I think, possibly <laughs> the most off. baffling scenes in the entire movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, uh, he is he's at a is it a birthday party for Frank for Chris Pine's character? No, I it, think it's some like work celebration, like promotion it's, type deal. It's yeah. like a it's like a work event, but also Gemma Chan has like a surprise for him. So I, for some reason, I thought it was his birthday. So Gemma, Might first of all, Gemma Chan's surprise for her husband is a fucking stripper at the work event <laughs> where there's like a woman undressing and in like a champagne glass. So that's weird. That weird. And then he's like, I have a surprise that'll rival your surprise. Harry Styles is getting a promotion. And like, that's not, that's not the same level at all. But anyways, Harry Styles walks up with his dumb surprise face where he's like, Oh, that was one scene where I was like, what am I supposed to get from your face? Yeah, I thought he was like upset. <laughs> yeah, I think he looked like sad. He looked like, yeah, I was oh, like, oh, he fuck. doesn't want like this promotion? Did- what? Yeah, there there was like it was very very uh, head empty vibes. You know, like there's there's nothing going on up there. It's just blank face where like maybe this mild is shock. Where, where Olivia Wilde was off doing something else and Florence Pugh to direct. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something if Florence Pugh directed the worst parts? I don't know. Who knows? But um, uh, but yeah. So he's shocked. And then Florence Pugh runs off and has a heart-to-heart moment with Olivia Wilde. Meanwhile, we're cutting in between what's happening there and the stage. And for some reason, Harry Styles' character breaks out into an impromptu (laughs) dance number. I'm assuming it's impromptu because he didn't know he was getting promoted. Is this his promotion dance? Like, do they train... This dance, like, do the boys have like a dance class that's like opposite the ballet class, yeah. and they do their little promotion jig where they're like, "Oh, I hope I get a promotion, and then I'll do this freaking dance." I feel like he was trying to be like Tom Holland. He was trying to emulate Tom Holland's dancing ability, and just <laughs> maybe this role was written for Tom Holland. That, ah. that, that wouldn't shock. I wouldn't shock you at all. Um. Uh, yeah, the, the the dance number was was definitely a choice, and like as you said, Alex, like why not have Harry Styles do what he was good at and like sing or something? Because like I feel like that would make more sense, you know. Like if you're at a promotion rally or whatever, and this, you get a promotion, you're like, oh man, yeah. like all right, sing a song, yeah, karaoke or something, not just like oh you're gonna dance around and like even. Like I mean, I'm no, I'm no fucking choreography like god or anything, <laughs> but his dancing looked like shit. And I was I've just seen, doing the same I've seen Harry move like, like five like, times. Not, not live. But I've seen Harry Styles perform, and like he can dance. Like he he he's capable of like not looking like an idiot. He looked like an idiot here. I don't know what happened. I don't know who made this choice, but it was a bad choice. He looked like Pinocchio, like doing a dance. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like he was like a puppet. To, I think it was supposed to be like, or at least when I watched it, the way I took it, I was like, okay, this is supposed to be like an initiation, right? Like when you go, like, okay, yeah. hear me out though. It's like, hazing, when, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's new. It, but it's like, there's like, in, in in like rites of passage and initiation rites, like there's often, there's a stage where you're like, you're stripped away from like your identity 
and you're kind of like strung out and then like it makes you crave the new role that you're supposed to take on and so i was like okay like that's what this is supposed to be like you're supposed to be like embarrassed and like the only way he can get out of this is by committing to it and so yeah, i was and like this, the scene starts with him taking off his tie i thought he was gonna strip i thought he was gonna strip <laughs> like that's the follow-up yeah. act is harry styles <laughs> like that also makes more sense than what he is doing this, this scene was just like at least for like the, the Harry Styles part, this scene was just a mess. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know how he, I didn't know how he was supposed to feel until he got the promotion. And even then, he still kind of looked like confused. So that's the, I don't know. One of, one of the things I wrote in my notes was, "Oh, there's an interesting conflict between Chris Pine and Harry Styles." That's what I, I thought, thought because I thought mm. there was going to like be a conflict. I thought like that's it was going thought. to be a thing of where like. And maybe this was supposed to be in it and it just got lost where it's like, oh, getting promoted had something to do with getting more attention on him. And he knew that Florence Pugh was kind of like digging around and he didn't want more attention. And like so because he has that line when they're in the car at the end where he's like, I tried to make this not happen or save you. I don't remember what he says. And so I was like, maybe there's something there. And I thought it was building that where I was like, he at simultaneously wants this validation and promotion, but also is concerned for uh, losing Florence Pugh. But then it just kind of fizzles in his nothing. Yeah. Nothing really happens. Fizzles in his nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's too bad. That sounds like a good conflict, but the only conflict was between his brain and his face. Yeah. Yeah, He did like shock Pikachu face for like the first (laughs) video. I I didn't know what he was feeling. I had no idea. It it left me so confused. And again, he's doing that during the dance too. Like he's, he's surprised dancing. Yeah. So, so bizarre. The whole scene. It was great. I had a great time watching that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? I think we skipped some bits, so I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Um, there's one line that kind of encapsulates a point I have. So at one point, Florence Pugh is upset that one of those other characters who I don't remember the name of at this moment, and I'm going Margaret to Margaret or Martha or something? Yes. Yeah, you already know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 Margaret. Um, so she's like, Margaret's gone, and she slit her... Oh, uh, Aaron, you also wanted to talk about this too. So she slits her throat. Oh my God. And at some point, I don't know when this happens, but Florence Pugh yells, she was my friend. And I was like, when? Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly what I thought. We've never, there's not a single scene where there's even a hint of friendship or that these two know each other. They never like solidify any sort of friendship. There's one line of dialogue where they're like, she used to be our friend. When like yeah, all the wives, w- I know never but we don't see anything. Yeah. It, it's, it's never really talked friendship. about. The only like interaction I could remember at that point was like Florence Pugh looked at Margaret, and Margaret like I don't know. I don't remember if she said something. She like slapped like her husband's hand away. Um, yeah, he was I don't trying really to give her like the sleepy pills or whatever. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. I don't know. And the the the, the throat slit was just so. It just came out of, like left field for me. I don't know. Like, uh, I guess out of all the weird things that happened in the movie, that probably served the most purpose. But, um, I don't know. It just, I don't remember my exact thoughts while watching it. But like at that point, that's when kind of the the movie kind of like started going down for me. I was like, oh, 
All right. I don't. I I wish I wrote down exactly what I was thinking because I can't remember. But something something about that scene in that area of the movie just really just, just a low point for me. Well, I think that scene should be. Oh, that was a crazy voice track. Voice track. <laughs> <laughs> that that scene should be like really really shocking because that should be like the first really. The yes. first, like, really fucked up thing. We, and I guess it is definitely a lot more fucked up than the things we've seen up to that point. But we have no reason to think that this is a normal good place up until that point. And so yeah. seeing that seeing that is just like, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I bet they would. I bet <laughs> yeah, they would. It did, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, like, that just happened. Like, yeah. um, that happened. I don't really, I don't yeah. really care. <laughs> I don't, like, feel sympathy for this character a lot. And like also saying, true. oh, she was my friend. Yeah. Like, no, she fucking wasn't. Yeah. You guys talked like once. I feel like this, that moment especially makes, it gives me the vibe that what some creative on this project was going for, whether that be the writers, Olivia Wilde, both, they thought that they were making Midsummer, but it was just mid. You know, like it's it's a lot in of the, the same. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's a lot of the same. You know, Florence Pugh acting her ass off. You know, people falling off of high places and dying. Um, not enough bear costumes, if yeah. I'm being honest. But or like flowers and yeah, yeah. I should watch Midsummer again. Um, but yeah, so that scene sucked. Uh. And then uh, sometime after that is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Uh, I think this was the scene where I laughed so hard that I like tears were forming in my eyes. Um, this is the scene that is seen in the trailer too. So I knew it was coming at some point where yeah. she wraps her head in saran Dude. wrap. Yeah. That scene was can, so fucking funny. Can someone explain that to me because I think I like zoned out, or maybe I like I also zoned out. I was just I, 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 I like I, I zoned out, or maybe I like checked my phone or something. But like it's, I remember just looking back up, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, as soon why, as I understood turned, what like, was happening, Silent Hill shit. What is this? As soon as it, I understood what was happening in the scene, like, "Oh, she's rapping," and I was like, "Okay, I'm out." Like, and I stopped paying attention for like, the next thirty seconds. <laughs> oh no, I don't know before that. I like I I checked back in, and I was like, "Wait, what the fuck is going on?" No, okay. The issue is that it's it's exactly what we were talking about. There's no lead up to this. Like, you know, yeah. like she's just experiencing weird things with no in between like you know no like, rising like a action to it yeah there's a weird thing that happens and then nothing comes of it you know yeah and this is just the next random weird thing to happen and it doesn't fucking matter you know and then Every it's single not time explained a weird thing after it's no. never explained like no, i had no idea what happened happen? here i was like what the fuck like like i said i zoned out and i checked back in and i was like what is like, going on and i was waiting sh- for an answer that i never got so i just forgot about it what that should have been i think is that you know she's fed up with how crazy the, she feels because you know everyone's kind of gaslighting her and that should have been like you know i'm freaking out right now and so i'm gonna wrap my but that's not what happened it seems more like a glitch like she forgets what she's doing yeah. Yes. She just is, you know, and she's like, mm-hmm, wrapping up the sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But why? I'm going to wrap up my head. And then like, oh, my God, yeah. I wrapped up my head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. also, like, visually, like, it just, it was so funny 
it wasn't, it, scary. And it wasn't scary. So first of all, they also do the breathing sounds again, which we've heard oh, yeah. several times before at this point. Wasn't so ASMR at this point, man. And it and it happens. Uh, I think it happens before she starts wrapping her head, so you know something fucked up's gonna happen. And I'm already kind of like laughing because I know what's gonna happen because of the trailers. And so there's all this lead up to a big moment that's gonna happen. And then she wraps her face in saran wrap, and her face gets all squished, and it yeah. looks really funny. <laughs> it looks really looked, funny, yeah. The best yeah. description I had was she looked like a um, fucking balloony from Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Like the her features are all flat and like spread out. Oh, it was great. It was a really great look for uh, Florence Pugh. Um, I love that scene so much. Um, oh, I forgot. I forgot about this scene. So I was going to include this in the uh, the why why are they dancing point from Harry Styles point. Now it's not. This isn't Harry Styles. There was another character who later in the movie is dancing, and it gave me pause so um this is at the house party uh at the end of the movie or uh, end of second act i guess um where chris pine shows up mm-hmm. and i don't know what the main action is because i was distracted by one of the side characters he's the husband of the new wife so it's the new couple yeah we're distracted by him because he's the the song that's playing in the the real world in our world the the soundtrack is like a slow song and he's just like having the time of his life oh, dancing yeah, I to like think a I completely that. different beat i think like, i noticed what is that he doing i thought that was great um where was i um that was just a small point uh and shortly after that um we get the real world we're brought into the real world and we get our first look at harry stubble um that was a terrible joke that i didn't know that there was a way to make harry styles so ugly but they did it yeah it was a scientific achievement um that was i couldn't look at the screen like yeah it's so greasy and like yeah he looked like he like bathed in oil or something he just looked gross it must have been a wig, cause like that hair was nasty. Yeah, that hair was really gross. He kind of reminded and, me of like oh. a less hot version of the Winter Soldier, like <laughs> Bucky Barnes, when he's yeah. kind of like unkempt, you know? Yeah. Okay, this twist, like I don't fucking understand their backstory. So like, okay, let's try to plot it out. Like he lost a job, right? <laughs> Like this, he's happened. on Discord. That's and what he's on, yeah, and he's, he's on. Yeah, he's on. He's genuinely on Discord. He, yeah, he lost a job, and he like in these Discord servers and shit is like, I'm a man. He's, I need to provide. I'm traditional. Blah blah blah. He's listening to the clown cast hey. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an inside joke for us. He's listening yeah. to a podcast, which yeah. is, I mean, that's the pipeline. That'll do it. If you're on That'll Discord that and a podcast, I understand that. What I didn't understand. They have that line where she's like, "Oh, is the bro is the water is the hot water still gone?" She's a surgeon. Why do they not have hot water? Why are <laughs> yeah. they? Why are they broke? I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" Like that makes no yeah. fucking sense. I was like, "What is the? Why do they have economic struggle?" Because they say they don't. She's not a nurse. When she's walking down the hall, they're like, "Good good night, doctor." And then she's yeah. like, "Yeah." They were very clear about that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and, they were and very then, clear. 
And then I was like, then she later she's like, oh yeah, I did eight surgeries today. It's like how oh, the no. fuck? She, she says I just had a thirty hour shift. Yeah. You yeah. what? Thirty, 30 hour shift? not real. I think some doctors, like in the healthcare profession, like there is some crazy shit. I know okay. that. Okay. I don't I think, know. If, okay, I, maybe that might be much, but I know there's some crazy. I'll shit. take your word for it. Like my my mom is a doctor. She's she's not an OR doctor, so it's you know who's to say if it's different. But for for her, she has like eight hour shifts. If someone doesn't show up for their next shift, you might have to take over for them. In which case, that's a sixteen hour shift. But you'd have to do that twice, like three fucking times in a row <laughs> to get anywhere near 30 hours that's a Good day employee. and yeah. more so like i just i think that was a little ridiculous you know i just i just thought like, i didn't under, i thought like they didn't the backstory didn't make fucking sense and i was no. also like i know relationships like this occur in real life but why is she with him like yeah, what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what does like, he bring I, to the table <laughs> there, there was such a discrepancy between the harry styles we've known that whole movie and this guy and i understand that that was intentional that he was he was like imagining himself as chad harry styles but like it was, it was like what fucking value why does she love him because everything we've seen that she loves him for he doesn't have in real life. No, not at all. Like yeah. none of his lovable characteristics are there. So he's not like, the same why? fucking nationality as seen. Like, because one of her big, like, one of her. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's what American is, in this world, but he's British oh, in like the okay. real. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You're talking about like what race is he? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't even know what you <laughs> okay um, but like one of her yeah. main conflicts is that like she genuinely loves him and so like that's one of her struggles towards the end like breaking free but it's like fucking why yeah like I don't like I don't know and then isn't there in those flashbacks you were talking about there's that nice scene that is like also the poster where they're I guess that was from the fake world though wasn't it Oh, when they're in bed, I guess. Well, because yeah. he looked like a he looked nice in that. I think so there might have been a there might have been a before time though, right? I think was, so. Yeah, there was there was also flashbacks where he had stubble, but but he didn't look. It was terrible. also like light, like the lights they had drawn the curtains open or something, yeah. so it wasn't like this incel apartment. Yeah. I feel like they really leaned hard into incel territory. Dude, so hard. Yeah. It was like it was like <laughs> deleted. I saw like when I saw him on Discord, I was like, Meh. yeah. Like, <laughs> That's I, so funny. I just felt like him like listening to a podcast and being like, oh man, like I'm gonna be this like like Chad now. It just felt so like I understand why they did it, but it just, it just felt so on the nose. It was very yeah think, on the nose. It was very on the nose. I think one of the reasons it felt that way is because we also learned all of this at once. Like it was a twist yeah. and it was a reveal. Yes. And what, something I wanted to ask you guys about, like, is there a version of this movie that is potentially better or worse um, where that's not a twist? And we know that for like most of the time that this is what's happening and we cut back and forth or we do whatever, but we know yeah, that it's, it's called simulation. the fucking matrix. They do it like way yeah. early here for yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. um, but also I think if you, if you know that it's fake and you decide to go back, like that's the conflict deciding to give that up. That's yeah. a different movie though. So like, 
Well, no, I guess it would add layers. To, like, it would Florence, add layers to Harry Styles' character. I'm not saying Florence Pugh has to know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she doesn't know that, but wait, what if we know that? Like, I think that that might have been more interesting because, like, I I agree. I think I would have been more interesting. It's building up to this reveal, and it's like. I thought it was goofy. Like I thought the reveal was goofy it as was fuck. Goofy. It felt so it was like, like the, the the big reveal, of like oh, this is like the real world, and they're in some like virtual reality. It just felt so like phoned in. I was like, oh, yeah. like when that when that happened, I was like, oh, a fucking course. It's like a virtual reality. Like, what else would it be? Like yeah. I feel like an idiot, of yeah. course, right? Um, it's a fucking metaverse, I'm also baby. Super, like hyper, super tech stuff movies but that's just me personally so yeah and also on this point back in uh when this was at venice how this got into venice i don't fucking know i mean weird movies get into venice apparently um joker got a eight minute standing ovation at venice (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 not really a good marker um but um there was an interview where olivia wilde described her inspirations for the movie and she literally, the first two she says are Inception and The Matrix. So if oh. you took that at face value, she literally spoils the whole fucking movie. <laughs> I did like not I, know she said that. Wow. I knew that going in and I, I kind of like let that slip from my mind. So I wasn't because I, I don't think I ever believed that it would actually be The Matrix. But yeah. if you just took her at face value, you would be like, oh, yeah, she fucking said that this is what it would be. So... That's really fucking stupid. Um, wow, way to spoil your movie before anyone's even fucking seen it. It's not even released yeah. yet. Well, because like um, they they have a they have a like an opportunity to do something kind of interesting with that. Because my prop my thing with the Matrix, the conflict in the Matrix is, and this is just me. No fucking shot am I waking up out of the Matrix. Like it, that's an easy decision. No way. Real like, you know what I mean? Like real life sucks. Real life is terrible. And it feels like there's nothing we can do about it. And if I don't know, it literally doesn't matter. Like when conspiracy theorists are like, there are people who in real life who believe that we're living in a simulation mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, my response to that conspiracy is like, so, you know what I mean? Like, like what that doesn't make a difference like well yeah. okay in in our world like in the real world like this world fucking sucks sometimes so like this is a pretty shitty matrix as far as those go but like if it was their matrix i guess theirs wasn't great either they had that kind of like police presence with the agents was kind of yeah bad, but like so if if we are to believe that like our world is the matrix then like we have some agency within the matrix to actually make the matrix better. Like that's something that yeah, happens, yeah, that's case, yeah. but like we don't fucking have that option in real. And like to link this back to, uh, um, don't the worry, movie. darling, <laughs> <laughs> is that it's like, well, real life is like something good. Like it's actually something to unplug. Like, I feel like there's all, although like there are problems, obviously like in real life, like there's something, I almost feel like there's there could be something interesting about that conflict, because um, it's like because yeah. the, the real life is is actually good, in like or uh, like relatively good. It's mm, Florence likes having autonomy, which is I mean, kind of like no fucking shit. Um, yeah, that's like the only real appeal of outside, I guess, and that she likes her job. Yeah, we. 
is what she says after complaining about having a 30 hour imaginary I love shift my job i love working you yeah. know this that's something that's what you said right it's yeah like, i love when characters say you know this did i i it's, guess i did huh it's the most natural thing for a character to say yeah. when they say something that the other character already knows but the audience yeah. does not yeah. so to indicate that this is something <laughs> the other character probably already knows they say you know this oh good <laughs> i wasn't clear about that yeah um one thing that I noticed towards the end, I felt every single shot of Harry Styles when when they're doing like back and forth uh, over the shoulder shots or like like just in conversations, I felt that so many of his shots were cut short to a point where I was like, did someone try to edit Harry Styles out of this movie? <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. That maybe... wouldn't surprise me because wasn't there like like I- I'm not at all up to date on my my celebrity gossip or anything but like are olivia wilde and harry styles still like a thing or like i think i don't know big like dramatic i don't know that wasn't there Um, i couldn't tell you i wouldn't be surprised if that was the case but i also i'm also talking about my ass i don't actually know yeah for our frequent uh listeners we did discuss the possibility of that because the seeding planet venice was very telling yeah because chris Chris Pine sat between Olivia and Harry Styles, which right. is a weird move if they were dating. And then he did spit on him, maybe. <laughs> so, <laughs> revenge? Revenge spit? I don't know. Yeah. Um, the spit definitely didn't happen, but oh, it's yeah. so it looked like it, 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 it had a great one. You just want to believe No one else gave a shit about it. So. Yeah. It was the best acting I've seen out of Harry Styles, <laughs> him pretending that he spit. <laughs> Damn. Um, Anyways, the movie wraps up very quickly, which is so nice. Thanks thanks for doing yeah. that, guys. Um, and it turns into a different movie where it's like suddenly like stuff is finally happening and there's like car chases. And- I laughed so hard at this car chase. Yeah. So, yeah, this so was like all- a this was like a Benny Hill like type of yes, situation. Yes, it absolutely <laughs> was. I was like, oh, this is goofy in nature. Yeah. I should laugh at this. Yeah. I thought someone. I thought one of the. Oh, first of all, the red tracksuit guys were so funny. They're running. Like, <laughs> they're making funny faces. They look like they're robots, and they're not scary looking guys. Like no, they're, they're just like normal dudes. <laughs> yeah, they you remind me of like fucking Oompa Loompas. No, I was gonna say they they run and their faces look like Pee Wee Herman or something. <laughs> like like they they kind of close their mouth in a funny way. They're like mm, yeah. gotta run. Like they don't seem like real people, and they're probably yeah. not. I, but, I don't think um, they're supposed to be. I mean, maybe I'm putting too much thought into this. I, I think they were supposed to be like yeah, like robots or N- NPCs. Um, yeah, I, yeah, like NPCs. They're NPCs who are, you're the main character that's trying to kill you, but um. I'm probably putting more thought than they did into that. So, yeah. Um, I also thought that one of them was going to crash into the the garbage truck, and then they did. I was so ready for it to be like, yeah. you know, Florence Pugh very quickly swerves away, and yeah. then you know, the first couple of guys are able to swerve away too, and then the last one goes, and then barrels right into it. You know that it's like, it's like a yeah, classic yeah. filmmaking yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not making this up. Where it's always the last no, guy doesn't notice because everyone moves out of the way. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that shot. I need a yeah. comp. Okay, if anyone actually listens to this podcast, I need a compilation of those <laughs> shots from movies because there's so many. There's so yeah. many. Um, 
And then, yeah, she, so she drives into the desert and people are chasing her. And it's a really weird car chase scene where they're like trying to make her stop. And the one guy's just like reaching his arm out of the window. Yeah, I was like, why the fuck is he doing that? Yeah, yeah, he's not even like trying to like grab her per se. He's kind of just like zombie, like, oh, I'm trying to grab you, like arm out sort of deal. Yeah. It, it just, it, this entire like sequence, like this, this, the car scene and like the cars blow up. Where the doctor's like, "Stop her, you idiots!" This entire thing was just fucking hilarious to me, and I, I don't think it was supposed to be funny, but it was so funny. Yeah, no, I don't think any any of this movie is supposed to be funny. The way that crash was filmed and edited was so great. Good, like it's like the way it's edited. Like when she hits the brake, they aren't that close to each other. No, like like, that that wouldn't have happened. Like, the way you do that, the way, like, and I don't know why, like, I'm picturing, like, what Spielberg would do in this, and this is just, just because, like, I think you would. Like, you'd have a shot of the car, like, almost making contact, you know what I mean? Like, you'd have the, the front car almost hitting Florence Pugh like she's about to die. Like, you'd, you'd make it Mm -hmm. really, really close, and you would, like, you'd have a bunch of shots, like, like, really building that anxiety, but it was just kind of, like, kind of just happened like they're just kind of hitting the side of her and then we see the guy and then she's like i'm getting out of this wood yeah and then, like, <laughs> towards each other like 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 it was a predetermined event like it was supposed to happen mm. or something it was very strange and fucking hilarious i i thought this was so funny and I don't know about you, but like I never, I never got the idea that the two cars on the sides were like pressing into no, her car. Did I. No, no, not. I not did at not all. understand why they went straight. Like, I, I didn't either. No, I didn't either. There's, there's no visual language, or um, not visual language. There's no like visuals to support the idea that they're pressing against her car. A better filmmaker would have indicated that in any way. Yeah. That like. Yeah, that's what's going on because and because the whole crash hinges on that idea that they're both yeah. trying to turn the wheel to so hard that they run into also, each other. Also, what does that even yeah. fucking do? Yeah, how does that stop a car? Yeah, why would they by do that? Pressing against it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And then, I don't if know. that were the case, if she hits the brakes, what happens? Does it like wouldn't a mirror get clipped up? I don't know. Maybe I'm just yeah. like really nitpicking at this point, but. No, but that'd that would be a yeah, great detail. So a silly. mirror gets clipped as she goes back. That's a great little detail for that. This should have been like nails on a chalkboard as like the cars scratch the paint and oh, when the when the cars were like playing bumper cars with hers, I was like, no, the nice cars don't do it. <laughs> it like I was feeling like pain because like I, I hope that they didn't actually do it with nice cars because that makes me sad. And then yeah, there's this. You know, huge movie explosion when the cars hit each other would not happen. Yeah, it was, no. and and it flips, doesn't it too? Right? Yeah, I think so. It's so fucking silly. I mean, it's a video game. It's like fucking yeah. free guy. Or also, like, yeah. why the fuck is the doctor guy? What the what's he doing? I, yeah, he I don't know. Plan? I feel like Where's I missed something. What's his plan? Like, if if Florence Pugh doesn't um, hit the brakes, she yells, "Stop them, you idiots!" He's got to. <laughs> someone's got to have the vision way he here. Said that was so funny. Like, Stop yeah, he, them, you idiots! Like he sounded he, like he had no conviction in his voice. He's just game. oh shit, I gotta say this line. It was so funny. I, oh, I don't fuck, think it was supposed to be again? funny either. Okay, one second. Veep. 
Jonah Ryan. From at least from Veep, he's like very clearly like a comedic actor. He was in Home Sweet Home Alone, the Home Alone Disney Plus bullshit. Oh, um, what else was he in? He was in. Oh, apparently he was in Goosebumps. The interview Whoa. that's that's the Kim Kim Jong Un one. Uh, that's that's one, right. That was yeah. Controversial back in like twenty whatever fourteen yeah. or whatever yeah. that was. I don't know. I'm not going to keep looking at this, but yeah. I feel like he's like just a comedic actor, and so it doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was Maybe weird too. Cast, I know we talked about. I that was also. Oh man, I was so checked out during the sequence. Me too. Like I I, it took line. so long of just like nothing for us to get here and you're right alex like we finally have stuff happening here but by this point like it was too late yeah i was just I like oh care. man like just fuck it let's get there I, let's get there i don't know i had so much fun watching this movie like accepting that it was a bad movie because i knew it was gonna be bad but i was like i'm gonna have fun with this one um it was because you know you can have a, a bad movie that's just so bad in like ways on your soul and you're like yeah. oh, I hate this so much but this is a fun bad movie which I don't know it's a good time um, and yeah one of the last things that I want to talk about is uh, another really baffling scene um, during this this kind of sequence uh, for some reason we cut back from the car chase or whatever's going on to see what is happening with Frank and Gemma Chan stabs him oh, and yeah. says, it's my turn now or something like that. Yeah. Are we yeah. getting like, don't worry, darling two or something? <laughs> like what, I don't know. what does I, that I don't know. mean? I don't know what this served at all. It, it just, yeah. it, to me, it felt like uh, mm-hmm. we had this, this character, the side character throughout the entire film that didn't do anything. We need, something for her to like wrap it up so i felt like they were just quickly like oh let's make her stab her husband and that that they called it a day there because it, it just felt very out of nowhere and for like no reason and it was i'm go ahead sorry no you go you i know i have mine mine is uh, a different point the, the, the i don't remember exactly what she said but the line that she said i felt was extremely corny it, it was something along the lines of it's like it's my turn now like that, like, yeah. like very much like like uh, it sounded like she was gonna take over the business you know like or she wanted to you know <laughs> yeah. take control it was some, which some doesn't make any sense sort of deal, but it didn't there's no know. indication that there's conflict between these characters yeah she was just, with him the whole fucking movie yeah. it just seems like they needed to kill the bad guy at the I end so, yeah. and yeah. the only person who was nearby and <laughs> on not even on Florence Pugh's side because no. Yeah, no one was on her side so it was just someone who was close to him who yeah. could kill him because we didn't want to leave any open ends but and I thought, it actively I thought that was created a, one anyways I really like Chris Pine's character and his performance and I thought that was Me a lame ass way to resolve him, his yeah, character it was I was so, like, it felt why so was lazy he, why was he not Yelling, stop them, you idiots, in the yeah. car crash. Why, like, yeah. why the fuck was somewhere. the doctor there? Yeah, this guy's like the mastermind of this entire yeah. thing. Why does he not give, or he he gives a shit, but not enough to actually be out there dealing with it. He's like, yeah. he's like working from home. And then yeah. when he gets he... stabbed, his wife doesn't even make an expression. She looks up and she's like, okay, it's time to do it. And then she does it. And that's, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's all she does. Why wasn't he at the top of the mountain? 
to yeah. stop Florence Pugh from yeah. escaping. That's what I thought. Yeah. That, that's what I thought he was going to be. And then he started, like he was getting called. Yeah. I'm like, why is he over here? Like, just it, it didn't make any sense. Sensible decisions yeah. were so so close, and I don't like it. It's baffling. Some of these decisions yeah. are baffling. Um, but yeah, that's that's the movie. Um, the movie. Do you uh, do you guys have any final thoughts on Don't Worry, Darling? No, I th- I honestly think I've exhausted like pretty much everything I have to say about it. I think it's just uh, it was disappointing <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I mean, like, it was like, and I know that it didn't have su- like a lot of hype. Like this is a really good movie beforehand, but I think just there were so there were a lot of elements that like were interesting, and so. I don't know. I don't like when movies, I think it's more disappointing to me when movies are like, it's like a nearer miss than when like they were just completely off the mark. And because Mm -hmm. like there was some good work that went into this, I I don't know. Disappointing. Well, uh, you can get your uh, 1950s fix from about, you know, 50 other movies that do the exact same thing, but better. So, you know, go take your pick. Um, I'm sure there's a, like a list on letterboxd somewhere where it's just like, you know, all the movies that are maybe there's something fucked up about suburbia. Yeah. No <gasps> fucking shit. Thanks. Who would have guessed? Suburbicon. Let's bring <gasps> that one back. <laughs> Damn I don't really have any I don't really have any like final thoughts that I haven't said already other than I think like the movie was perfectly like middle of the ground. Actually now that we've talked about it, uh I'm I'm gonna go from a two point five to a two. Mm. Yeah, I'm staying out of two. Because uh, it's it just, yeah, like Aiden said, it's it's disappointing. Like I think there was a lot of potential with this. Not a lot, but I think like you could have had something a lot more interesting. I think visually, it was a very. I'm I'm a sucker for like artsy shit. Uh, I, I visually, I think it was a very interesting movie at times until the visuals had no substance. It was, it was all kind of just like, hey, this is cool stuff. Like this is cool looking, and there's eyeball and dancing and all this eyeball uh, five times five yeah, times I, eyeball, eyeball. Eyeball. Fucking eyeball. yeah it, it, it just felt it felt like they had a lot of really cool ideas like visually that they couldn't quite get working with this, the script they had yeah i don't think they ever quite figured out exactly what the point was uh, of this movie like our yeah. film pro our collective film prof like what the criticism she, remain nameless the, the yeah. criticism she would have given um would have been like like what are you trying to say like like really mm-hmm. get to it like shave off the fat that's very our film prof yeah like direct but great yeah. great advice though oh yeah absolutely yes yeah. um so then uh we've come to uh the real question that we have to ask here um <laughs> would this movie uh, do i even need to say it? would this movie have been better if predator was in it yeah oh man can you imagine if florence Pugh had to fight the predator she could do it she could take him on if like one of the guys if like chris pine's character like also really liked predator on top of like traditional suburbia and he was like yeah so i'm gonna create this society that's like traditional suburbans in the 1950s but also predator's gonna be there (laughs) (laughs) okay no i got it i got it 
So the guys go off to work and whatever. Turns out their work, progressive materials, is mining like the fucking predator shit. And that's what's in the hill. Yeah. And so it's like 1950s UFO stuff, right? Like government cover up stuff. And predator, you know, is awoken by these activities. <laughs> Just fucking starts, you know, killing everybody. And Florence Pugh has to like kill him in the suburbs. That's yeah. like that's a movie. That's so it has far, nothing yeah. to do with what they're talking about, but that's something. I think instead of having a random B roll of dancing and like blood cells and eyeballs, they should have had B roll of the predator just killing random goons <laughs> with no yeah. rhyme or reason. It you just know, yes. it's just there. You know how it does like this movie, especially in the first half, does like a bunch of those like subliminal cuts where it's like a quick yeah. cut to something. Yeah. Oh um, my god, so, I hated that so much. It would have been so funny if some of it was like predator clips. That's it. That's the only yeah. reason predator or that's the only time predators in the movie it doesn't come up later. Just, is, was that was that predator was that predator? <laughs> she's like, doing, the, she's doing the egg thing, she breaks an egg and it's just like and then for like half a second you see predator slicing someone's head off <laughs> i would and it would fit with the rest of the movie because all yeah. of the other things lead nowhere so yeah. whatever what if instead of margaret um, it was predator who? Uh, all oh, of margaret <laughs> we see predator slit his throat yeah off. dude <laughs> it's the exact same character but it just looks like predator Predator like was it. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, or would he be? Would he be in the real world, like doing the eyeball thing? Like he wants to hop in too. Oh yeah, he's on maybe, Discord. Maybe Harry he's Styles listening to the podcast. Yeah, what if Harry Styles leaves? Like <laughs> we leave the fake world, and then it turns out Harry Styles is just a predator, and then like. That's his chosen avatar is Harry Styles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, his Harry greasy as the predator. Yeah, his greasy hair is very predator. Yeah, um, yeah. man, that would have been so much fun. Yeah, I want a, I want a predator movie where it's Florence Pugh. She would just like frown at him. <laughs> Florence Pugh is great. Um, okay, I think that's enough of that. Um, so, uh, <laughs> it's time for our recommendations. Let's Rex go. <laughs> yeah, we started doing that. This is, <laughs> this is great. This is going to be yeah. one of our bits. Oh, yeah. fuck. Fuck, we forgot our oh, bits. Oh, shit, we forgot our bits. No. Did you write down any bits, Aiden? <laughs> no, shit. We didn't even <sighs> do the bit about bits. Oh. Wait. We're doing it right now. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like an Inception. It's just like yeah, Inception. It's just like Inception uh, and the Matrix. It, and yeah. just like, don't worry, darling. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Aaron, what have you been watching, reading, playing, whatever? Um, I, I haven't really been like playing or watching much lately because I've been so busy with like school and uh, other stuff. But uh, I did. Uh, I'm a bit late to the party, but I did see Nope. Uh, it was uh, last week, I believe. Oh, yeah. uh, fantastic movie. I thought it was really yeah. good. That's really um, good. Yeah. Other than that, I haven't really watched much lately. Um, but I have been listening to some some old old uh, old twenty like fourteen fifteen emo albums. 
So for, nice. for my very very niche audience out there, uh, youth by Citizen, Pilot by Hot Mulligan, and Sports by Modern Baseball. All uh, 10 out of 10 mm. albums, I'd say. Nice. Nice. My friend actually recommended I listen to Modern Baseball. I don't think. Oh, Modern Baseball from, awesome. I miss them. They're from uh, Winnipeg, right? No, they're not. <laughs> oh, no, they're not? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. My friend was recommending a lot of fans from Winnipeg. Um, what about you, Aiden? Uh, yeah, I think the main thing that I'll recommend is a movie I saw earlier this week called Pearl. It's in theaters now. It is a prequel Boy. to the movie that came out earlier this year uh, called X. Um, I think that Pearl is... I really liked X, and I think Pearl is quite a bit better than X. Uh, I thought it was a really, really good movie. Like, it was one of the... like. It, there I there's very few things I would have changed about that movie had I done it like the only thing that's stopping I have it as like four and a half stars in my letterbox right now and I think the only thing stopping it from five is just that I feel like it just didn't tackle enough like it just didn't have mm. that kind of gravitas that like you want from a movie but like I, I thought it was fantastic I thought it was like I thought it was great. I thought that was another movie that was exactly what it was trying to be. I would highly recommend everyone go see that. It's like a bit of a slasher, but it like there's a lot of really interesting stuff in there. Um, if you're if you are like one of those people that is oh fucking slashers, but but yeah, it's it's really good. Um, <laughs> Mia Goth is great in it. Uh, anything else I've watched or done? I mean, I've been watching the Lord of the Rings stuff. I haven't seen the most recent episode, though, so no, don't really have anything yeah. to say about it, actually. That's pretty much it. Uh, nice. Um, I've, yeah, you've, you've recommended Pearl to me, and I, I wasn't going to see it. Having, having seen X, I thought X was, like, okay. I didn't think it was great. Um that was another movie where it's like the visuals are like fairly strong here and I had a good time watching it. Like as I, I don't know about you, but like slasher films, I find I'm laughing more often than I am. Well, X was supposed to be fired in a lot okay, of places. Okay, okay. There Just were a, like, a good... like when like spoiler alert for that movie, when like Jenna Ortega's character dies, like that's supposed to be funny. That was hilarious. How does she die again? When she, she's like screaming yeah. at one of the characters. She's like, yeah. you're, I, you're, I fucking saw your fault. And then the camera pans and in a wide, she runs out the door and instantly gets shot in the head. <laughs> yeah, it's I so, think that was it's funny. It's so yeah. funny. I, was like, I, like, I like the uh, the bird's eye view extreme wide of the crocodile slowly yeah. swimming closer to Mia Goth's character who's swimming. I thought that was pretty funny. I, th- I loved um, it. I thought, I thought it was so fun. I think it was trying to be funny. It was trying to be okay, like a, yeah. a very playful slasher kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't – I think I will probably watch it now. But, yeah, definitely seeing the trailer for Pearl, I was like – Okay, so it's why are we doing a prequel about the old woman? And like, I I loved the seventies aesthetic from X, but you know, what is it? Tens, nineteen tens, or is it nineteen forties? It's close it's, to uh, a war. I don't. It's post World War. It's like just tail end of World War Two. Okay, so maybe tens or early twenties. Oh, two World War Two. World War Two. Yeah. Oh, so it's fifties. I think so. No, oh, I weird. might be wrong about that. I might be wrong. No, it might be First World War, actually. I'm 
checking. If I could spell, I would check. Um, but whatever, whatever it was, I was like, I don't know if I dig that aesthetic. It's 1918, so it's oh, after okay. World War One. World War One. Um, I'm. I, I don't know. I don't find the tens or twenties aesthetic particularly interesting. But um, I mean, I've got a wreck from you and from Martin Scorsese. So yeah, how can you say no to those eyebrows? Um, <laughs> Ter- it's a terrible joke, but I'll hold for applause. <laughs> hey. um, so yeah, so I've seen in the past week. I saw two movies. Uh, I mentioned one of them. I saw The Woman King. I had really hoped that I was gonna like it, and I really didn't. Um, I think if you're gonna go see that one, you need to treat it like what it is. I thought it was gonna be filmed kind of like this, like filmed well (laughs) and it's i mean it's directed by the same person who did the old guard for netflix and a lot of people say that as if that's a good thing and when i hear that i go oh like it's gonna be one of those movies Mm. like a netflix movie and i i think it was better than like a netflix quality movie but um yeah like the direction was nothing to run home about or whatever the saying is um Right home, not run right home. home. Who's running? Dude, I gotta um, run home. That drink is so good. so good. I can't stay and write a letter. I have to run. I'm just advancing uh, the English language here, actually, on this podcast. Um, uh, and the writing, I think, was really bad. Honestly, right. I think, yeah, it's so unfocused. Um, kind of like slight spoilers, um, but it's it's a movie that's supposed to be about like this weaker um nation or kingdom in africa and there's like an oppressive nation and they want to rise against them right so like kind of classic tale and you'd think like that's what the movie would be about but then like various subplots keep springing up for no Mm -hmm. reason so there's one that's like you know the cliched romance but it's between one of the Dahomey, no, a go. Well, yeah, they're Dahomey, but the one of one of the woman warriors who aren't supposed to, you know, be with yeah. boys because classic, classic uh, trope. Yeah. And she's hanging out with one of the fucking slavers. Oh. Um, at least he's half Dahomey, so like, like he's got kind of like, like he's not just a regular white slaver, but but he but he not, owns but he's look. a slaver. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's with that team and, you know, obviously he eventually like doesn't stick with that team, but um, yeah, he's one of like the Portuguese guys. It was weird. And then there's another subplot that's like actually a spoiler where I was like, why the fuck are we doing this? This is so stupid. Um, But that's more spoilery than the other one. And it was just like, it's, and it's so, it's such a long movie and there's no focus that it was just like a really brutal watch for me. I was really tired and not into it. Mm. Um, I actually, uh, one of our guests who's appeared on the podcast, I watched it with him, Sasha. Um, He, he described it as like very similar experience to watching the Northman, which I think Aiden, you said you liked liked that movie. Um, It's just like, if you don't buy into it, it's it's a very long movie and i mean like like they're both like um objectively long movies but if you don't if you're not into what they're trying to sell you it's yeah it's then it's punishing yeah yeah um 
so yeah, that was a movie I watched. I also watched Moonlight for the first time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a solid, it's a solid movie. Um, oh, yeah, that movie's great. If I'm being honest, though, if I was in the Academy, I probably would have voted for La La Land because really that movie. I love you're, La La Land. You're I'm giving, a big, you're I'm giving a big La La Land, La 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 Land guy. Really? That's La La crazy. Land I'm not gonna lie to you. That's things. crazy. I'm just. Yeah, hey, you know, I, you you know, I like Chazelle a lot, but like, Chazelle La- don't miss. Yeah, I, neither does like, neither does Jenkins. Neither does Jenkins. Did you see if Beale Street could Barry talk? Barry Jenkins is making a Mufasa prequel to the Lion okay, King well, it live hasn't action. Come out yet. It hasn't come out yet. It doesn't <laughs> so, matter. So we'll see. But I'm just saying, Damien Chazelle isn't making like a fucking what's coming. What came out this year? A Pinocchio fucking Disney Plus movie. Like you know, I don't know. Um, Moonlight's better than La La Land. I think Moonlight is a very good movie i just i i think there was a lot of hype for it and mm. it didn't live up to whatever expectations i had i thought mahershala ali is fantastic in that, that movie. he's so good and i think yeah i think it's a great movie but la la land is just like it has that extra first of all like it's a, it's a fun movie so like just in my mind like a fun movie is gonna win over a more thoughtful and sad movie any day Mm. that's just that's just how i operate and ryan gosling is a personal favorite of mine and like watching la la land i remember in the theaters when i watched it i was like bawling like whereas moonlight yeah whereas moonlight not even close so um yeah it's a good movie go check out moonlight but i like la la land better (laughs) sue me um and so also i've been watching some tv shows <laughs> speaking of court she hulk still nailing it great show i think this week was the one with um they introduced a character mr immortal uh who's so much fun it's he's a mutant uh who can't die and the lawyer part is like he's got a whole bunch of ex-wives who he'll just like kill himself so that he doesn't have to be in the marriage anymore because he's <laughs> legally dead and so then they're like suing him for you know like whatever for damn it i don't know yeah. but that's hilarious and he's played by one of the guys from veep he's also the guy in um in the book of boba fett the twi'lek with the the tails I didn't even watch Book of Boba Fett. I just watched the Mando Oh, episodes. it was terrible. I think Book of Boba Fett was worse than Obi- Obi-Wan. Oh, really? Yeah, except for the two Mando episodes that they snuck in there. Those are the ones I watched. I just watched the Mando episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, okay. Just because of the Mando episodes, I guess it was better than Obi-Wan. Also, I was, I was able to finish the Book of Boba Fett, and I had to stop Obi-Wan. Anyways, um... It's a, it's a character actor, I'd, I'd say, but he was great as Mr. Immortal. And then um, She-Hulk has to go to a friend's wedding, and that's just hilarious. I think I think it's very, like, millennial humor, and we're not yeah. millennials, but I really vibe with the, what the show's giving us. Oh, yeah. um, so go check that out. Um, is, she const- is she always She-Hulk in the show, or does she transform no, back and she forth? Sh- yeah. She should have been. But because the CG just isn't quite there and also budget constraints, they decided against it, okay. which was, again, because of what it looks like, it's probably right. for the best. 
Um, but like it's it's shocking how much charisma. Uh, I think it's Tatiana Masolani. She's from yeah. Regina. Really? Oh, yeah, she's from Regina. I have no idea. That's interesting. Wow. Um, she has so much charisma as Jen Jennifer oh, yeah. Walters, and so much of that is lost in the CG oh, really? monster that I have to look at every week. Like it just it it's not it's not quite there. It's like a, it's looking at a completely different person. Um, anyways, uh, Andor came out this week, the new Star Wars series, fan fucking tastic. Yeah, I'm excited to watch dropped. it, but I haven't seen it yet. Three episodes dropped, and they're all, I think it's 30 minutes each, so they're actually kind of shorter than I expected. Um, but it's exactly what people have been saying. It's like prestige telev- te- television. Television. <laughs> television. <laughs> television. C'est un podcast bilingual. No, mais non. Um, that's my fake French. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, it's like prestige television. Um, it feels like someone actually like fucking wrote it. Like the um, the dialogue is really, really good, which oh, yeah. was, you know, a nice change. Um, <laughs> it's very like anti, I mean, it's obviously an anti-empire show, but it's also like interestingly anti-cop, which it's interesting right. that they're taking a stance on that. Mm. I thought that was really bold of them. Um yeah, I just love it. It was a great... I binged them. It was fantastic. Um, last thing, I might have already wrecked this before, but I've been watching Flight of the Concords. I love oh, that yeah. show so much. Um, that's uh, Jermaine Clement and his band member, Brett something. Sorry, Brett. Um, and so they're like two guys from New Zealand, and they're just like idiots with Riz Darby. Uh, and the three of them are in New York and they're trying to get their band to be successful. And what makes that show unique is that, you know, they break into like musical numbers because they're a band that does like novelty songs that um, are just like really stupid shit. Uh, And so often they're like homages or like parodies of real things. So there was one episode where Brett is angry and he, does like a parody of the flash no not flash dance um footloose you know the footloose dance where kevin bacon is angry and he's dancing in the barn yeah so they do like a parody of that (laughs) and they do a parody of david bowie um i'm already forgetting one of the more recent episodes i watched there was a parody of like 2010s club music Mm. and the song was um there's too many dicks on the dance floor. So like the, the idea was like, like there's too many bros. Like it's a sausage fest in this club. So like you got to space it out. And, but it's like, like all of the musical stuff is to the style of, so they're just like trying all these different styles. It's great. I love that show. Um, but that's it for me. So next week, I've been saying that we might do bros and I've kind of been telling Sasha that we do bros, but I kind of want to do pearl instead i'd love so, to do pearl we'll discuss off mic what we'll do but i'm kind of leaning towards pearl now uh a movie that sasha would also enjoy so i'll probably get sasha back next week cool. um so that's that's that so if you're listening follow us on twitter at predator v movies um again i'm just tweeting to literally no one so come on join the party follow, follow the twitter 
Blue. Aaron's, Aaron's uh, following right now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Everyone who follows us so far is just people who we know. <laughs> it's very depressing. People have been like actually interacting with the tweets, though, to be fair. Nice. But they just don't follow. They don't follow through. <gasps> that was the notification. My ringer was on yeah, just for this moment. That's perfect. Let's go. Um, also follow us on uh, at Predator versus Movies podcast on Instagram. We have a lot more followers there, by the way. Um, and uh, while you're at it, why don't you follow me on Letterboxd at uh, underscore Alex Gordon underscore. I leave reviews for movies and yeah, it's a good time. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug? Aaron? Um, yeah. You don't have I, to. They don't I, usually. I guess so. I, can quickly, I can quickly plug. Uh, I, I have a, a graphic design account on Instagram. It's uh, Aaron Can't Mosh GFX. Uh, all lowercase, no underscores. Um, yeah, I just, I just do graphic design shit in my free time and, uh, I want somewhere to post it, but I didn't want to post it on Twitter. I didn't want to post it on my main Instagram cause that'd get really annoying. Uh, mm-hmm. so I made a separate account. So if you, if you like graphic design about music and pro wrestling, uh, I'm your guy. <laughs> Hit him up. Maybe he'll redo our pod logo cause it's I fucking could. dog shit. It's actually kind of like charming though like charming <laughs> dog shit yeah. um i have to get aiden on the pod logo oh yeah just send you gotta send me pictures, send me so. pics. Yeah. um anyways uh until next time uh i was i was alex and i was aiden not anymore though i'm also aaron he's still aaron he still, still. gets to yeah. be aaron unlike the rest of us and this was predator review movies uh we will see you next week Oh, 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 o